was gone. That was weird. Huh. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Gonna record, cause we're fucking bored. Gonna talk about how our films. Gonna talk clowns. Gonna work around. Gonna get so spooked out, cause... The best part about doing a podcast is that it's scary and we'll have a little fun, fun, fun. Oh, oh, oh. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. I don't know the words. You know? I, he lost me a little with that I, one. What, did, did what song right? is that? Oh, well, it's it's uh, Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain. Oh, Shania. Shania Twan. Yeah. Do you know her? Sherry Twan, Sherry Twins. Yeah. Does a special cover her at all? I thought you guys did. I thought you guys knew that. Um, no, no. But she's um, big. I'll in, have to check it out. She's now. big in the, uh, e- um, the experimental uh, jam band EDM crowd. Oh, like, cool! Like that, you guys are. Yeah, that would. Yeah, that's yeah. right up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Hi, Luke. Hey, buddy. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. It's good We're to be back. back. Good to be back in the studio. Yeah. Um, you know, getting back to basics. It's been a while. You've been busy. Yes. You've been on you. tour. Yeah. You've been in England. Yeah. You know, I've been in Cali. I've been, you yeah. know, n- touching my butt, just waiting for you to come back. But yeah. You know, waiting at Wonder Bar for me to pick you up. Yes, waiting for you to pick me up. And you know what? You picked me up. I did. It's like, it was like in Angels in the Outfield when the dad says to him, and he's like, uh, he's like, when are you going to come back? And he's like, when the Angels were independent. <laughs> and he's just. And he's just waiting, and he's just waiting for his dad in that orphanage, and that's what it felt like. Except I was waiting in a bar for a month and a half with comedians. Yeah, with comedians, it's not it's not been going well. <laughs> yeah, we're people to hang out with. Yeah, you know. Well, uh, well, it's good. But he came and got me. He kept your promise. I'm like <coughs> the dad. You I know, did. Uh, you know, I'm it was either gonna be you or Danny Glover to come get me. <laughs> I don't know which one I wanted more. Well, I think uh, yeah, Danny Danny Glover's Wonder Bar days are behind him. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, it's good to be back and uh, and gonna do a nice topical one. We got a real hot button, hot button issue here today. Y- it? Yeah, isn't it a hot button issue? I mean, I guess so. Nothing else is going on in it's the world a, as mean, far as I can tell. As a pronoun, people don't like it. I don't think there's anything else of note happening anywhere. I mean, I don't think so. I can't think of anything. The world's a beautiful place. A little bit of rain here yeah, in, in the city of, of city of Austin tonight. So you know, we're just. I think it's it's prime time to podcast. I think so, man. Friday night, you know, it's a Friday. Is it Friday? What day? Is no, it? it's Thursday. Cool. Yeah, it's Thursday. Um, rainy Thursday, you know, people going out, you know, girlfriends, boyfriends, throwing popcorn around, seeing it. Yeah, yeah. We saw a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people ready to party tonight. College kids are back. We did, man. Yeah, we yeah. we ran into uh, even my brother at the liquor store. He's getting all boozed up with his buddies. Yeah, he's got a problem, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's really got a problem. Careful, man. I my, mean, my mom listens to this podcast. Yeah, our, our mother. Well, oh well. So yeah, I'm sure she's he's doing. He's doing great. We didn't. We, we saw him at the library. Yeah, not, yeah not in the, the library. He was writing a cool book about uh, drinking alcohol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how to how to drink more alcohol? Yeah. yeah. Just an instructional on drinking. Yeah, yeah. In Austin, it's by Tucker Max, I think. Or yeah, something. <laughs> I think it's actually uh, Max Landis. Yeah, yeah. Max Landis wrote a, a cool book on how to get drunk and act like an <laughs> idiot and talk about Superman. So, uh, viral video. I saw Chris Hartwick was on Conan the other night. I, I watched Conan because randomly Bill Skarsgård from the new It was on it. Well, oh, man, I don't think it's random. It's marketing for the new film. It was. I don't think that means ran- That's not what randomly means. Randomly, to me, more out- coincidental because it was on after I saw the movie. I came home oh, okay. and watched yeah. Conan. And he was on. 
It was a coincidental thing. It's marketing. And yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. it's it's marketing. Okay, it was still coincidental. Oh, fine. Yeah, it can be both. But sure. Anyway, yeah. Chris Hartwick was on, and he's talking about Max Landis, and he's like, oh, he's a great guy. He's hilarious. He's a great writer. I could just, I could feel you just yeah. heat resonating off of your skin somewhere. Well, it, it sucks. Uh, like that movie Bright that's coming out. Do you see the trailer for that? No. It's like, uh, it's like racial commentary, except they're like two cops, and like one's a human, one's an orc. You know, it's like all the fantasy beings. Are real. It's with Will Smith. Okay. And like uh, Carl Urban, it looks cool. Yeah, no, I cool. haven't heard And he that. wrote it, but so I don't know. We'll mm. see. I, uh, <laughs> I sadly like uh, turned. So my my buddy, and in, uh, in San Diego, he met Max Landis at this Comic Con. Oh yeah, the and recently the the recent one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was like, he's like, it was so nice to me, but I don't know, it's cold to him. You've ruined it for me. It's <laughs> 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 like, oh hey, nice to meet you. And he's like, yeah, okay. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure you've ruined Max Landis for a lot of people on this podcast. I, you if know, that makes you feel so. better, you're leaving your mark. For you, sure. know? Yeah. Uh, you know, we uh, were born to hate as yeah. human beings, and you got to hate someone. And, right on. You know, I think he's – I don't hate him, but it's good. It's good. This is good uh, for the podcast, I think. Uh, beefs are good. This is Howard Stern would do it. I agree, man. You know I, I, I mean? think we need to – more Twitter beefs are, are to our advantage. Absolutely. I think you should we, start tweeting at him. We should start harassing women on Twitter. Uh, all right, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right on. People will talk about that. Okay. You know? Sure. Yeah. Maybe we can get like a Jezebel article or something like that. Sure. Yeah. Why not? I think I'd talk some shit brand. about the new yeah. Annabelle movie or something. Yeah. Yeah. Being like, I wish An- Annabelle should have been a man. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just stir yeah. the pot lightly yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. I think it's shitty. Traditionally, scary dummies are m- supposed to be men. Mm, that is you know? true. And it's weird that they, it's this liberal agenda make that making made Annabelle. It should have been Andy. Look, buddy, it's marketing. Yeah, they're trying to sell those decrepit dolls. To yeah, kids. all those woke. They're trying to make that woke money. Yeah, off of these female uh, doll leads. We have a Twitter follower um, that follows the special, um, and it's a doll, and the character's yeah. name is Fruit Wolf Deb. Um, uh-huh. We have a song called Fruit Wolf Dance. I think that's the reference. Oh, really? It sounds like a cereal mascot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. The fruit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Fruit Wolf Dead. <laughs> yeah, so it's like just a doll, and um, they post pictures of the doll like at drum kits and stuff, being like trying to figure out this song, and it's all about cool festival life, except as a doll. Yeah, well, they they come to our shows and they bring yes. the doll and shit. So shout out Fruit Wolf Deb if you're out there listening. Hell yeah! Do you think Fruit Wolf Deb has a soul? Is there something in there? Do you think? Um, they the the person who runs it's very witty. They're they're quite funny. Um. I'd say probably the person has a soul, but the doll itself. The doll, I you would, think, is empty. I think would probably yeah. is probably hollow within. Well, I mean, yeah. that's a pity. Well, that's that's a doll. I for wish you. we could get Spectral Jeff back in into a doll. Man, I miss him, dude. Spectral Jeff. The pot ain't the same, but you know, he was he cursed it for a long time. He ruined shit, and then, you know. Yeah, it's like we keep kind of leaving a candle on for him. We keep leaving one extra headset set up on the table, but. He hasn't returned to the podcast in a while now, and I get you know the summer was spotty for us. We weren't a- we weren't as consistent as we'd like to have been, but I mean, he seems like he's not coming back. Well, maybe his unfinished business was you know making a great podcast, huh? And now after hey, our podcast, know, he can later rest. Yeah, yeah. Now he, he you know we get to that point, and he can finally just you know As- ascend. Yeah, he can ascend or or you dis- know, descend. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I don't want to say it. Yeah, I still feel like I can feel him when we talk about him. It still creeps me out a bit. Yeah, yeah. So hey, God bless you, Spectral Jeff. If you're out there, if you've, uh, if you've, you know, stopped haunting our, our little studio here and ascended to heaven, then ch- cheers to you, buddy. He's recording a podcast for uh, Jesus now. Yeah, I'd like to think that. 
which would probably be a cool podcast. What do you think Jesus' podcast would be about? Um, wine, it, would, it would be cool. Making. Yeah, maybe like a carpentry. Wine making. It'd be like one of those, you know, like a podcast on how to podcast. I wouldn't want it to be too preachy, you know. Yeah. Like I don't want it to be about yeah, like be loving not. your fucking neighbor yeah. and. This would be more about hobbies than your passion about. I bet it no, would yeah, be, if it was about like carpentry or like yeah. woodworking, I, it, that it, would like, be cool. Like if Tool Time was like a podcast, yeah, that would be cool. Like and with Jesus, yes, like yeah, yeah uh, you know, shelf making with Jesus. Yeah, I it, would listen to and that. And he does this thing too, <laughs> you know, like because that's Whoops. like that's he like, like hammers his thumb. Yeah, a lot. yeah, like he's like that's how you do good uh, tool stuff. Like yeah. that's what that's his, All right, you know, his thing. That could be kind of cool. Yeah, like, yeah, home, home maintenance kind of hell yeah podcast. That's not a bad idea at all. Um, I, if I was, I would call the podcast like cross to bear. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. That's great. I, it sounds, it's got like a good sound to it. Like farm to table, like right. nail to, and if it was like cross to, to bear, like the number two. Yeah. Yeah. That could be cool. That's more like millennial. I think yeah. that'd be good. Hell yeah. Yeah. Cross to bear. Okay, cool. Maybe that's, that could be maybe like a spinoff podcast that we do around Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Maybe we'll, one out maybe we'll have him on if we could, you know, see if like he can, um, you know, mediate getting us in touch with Spectral Jeff or something. Yeah, something like that. Or God, that'd be cool too. Yeah, yeah, you'd be a good guest, I think. I'd rather have Max Landis, but I mean, yeah, if we yeah. can't get it, land him, then yeah, you can't. God would be alright. Can't right. land the Landis. I've, hey, now, <laughs> God bless, dude. Right, <laughs> right on, <laughs> right on, buddy. What can you do? Um. So you've seen uh some movies? Yeah. So right. Yeah. So yeah. We. I. Yeah. I've um. I've seen some movies this summer. Um. I saw Dunkirk. I saw Dunkirk twice. Was it spooky? Um. Yeah. It was. It was definitely spooky. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. I hear it's great though. Yeah, man. It's um really intense. Honestly, the trailer didn't make me interested in it, but I do love Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Like people really loved it. The the trailer didn't really do much for me either. When I first, it was one of those things. I saw the trailer. I hadn't heard anything about it, and it was kind of like, okay, I I didn't really get what I didn't know what Dunkirk was. Um, I since have educated myself, and especially as an Englishman. I yeah, I know. I would think you would know. I know, and that's like I brought it up to my dad. My dad's like, they've made tons of movies about Dunkirk. Yeah. Um, but so I saw it twice. I saw it um at the Jordan's Furniture IMAX theater, um on the big eighteen story screen with uh, butt kickers, and so so me and Jen saw it there, and it was great, really intense. Like, just doesn't feel like a war movie. It's not like Saving Private Ryan. Okay. It's an intense thriller and the whole movie is like essentially one set piece. You know, there's three kind of it's Christopher Nolan so there's three timelines that are all a little bit off that kind of okay. intersect as it goes, but it's really just you you're just in like, you know, it's not POV kind of style or sh- like shaky cam kind of shit, but you're just in the perspective of this kid that's on this beach waiting, you know, for the the British naval evacuation and there's just German bombers coming in and just just flying over them and the way you hear the engine in the distance and on a giant screen you see the the bombers come in really intense really suspenseful um not like any cgi they film these dogfights with real spitfires really in the air nice really that's awesome yeah like old classic planes yeah yeah man really and yeah it's really fucking cool and i don't want to give too much away about the plot i mean if this is something that um that you have any interest in seeing i would 100% 100% recommend seeing this in theaters. Um, and then I saw it a second time in theaters in England, actually. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah, with my dad and my uncle and, like, my grandfather and some family. What does your dad talk like? I can't do, like, a good English accent. Yeah. Man. He he has a, a Birmingham City accent, which what's referred to as a Brummy accent. Do you know what I mean? All right. Okay. Oh, see, don't cook. You're all right. You okay. Know? It's regarded in England as not a very nice accent. 
Okay. But fine. I don't think it's so bad. They're, they're snooty out there, you know? Well, in Birmingham, they, they're they, not... They look down on a lot of their other accents, huh? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, you know, they have their cut and dry, you know, their dry wit. They like to make fun of the Brummy accent, and... um. Um, actually, I had a cousin from Birmingham. I wanted you guys to meet. I we only he was only in town for two nights. He's a comedian. Nice, Jonathan Hipkiss. Uh, he's okay. over from Birmingham, and he's doing a whole cross country tour right now. Nice. He was with the, in Chicago for a month with an improv troupe. Um, I forget what the improv troupe's called, but um, uh, something city. F- laughing, fu- having fun, city or something. Hmm. I don't think it's called that. But um, so he was in. He did a set of Sally O'Brien's in Boston, and he's going across the country just doing comedy stuff. Nice. So that's cool. Shout out Jonathan Hipkins. But seeing in England was really cool. It was like in an old dingy theater. You know, there wasn't anybody there. It was the middle of the day. I had like a a beer and like a bag of like like haggard like potato chips. Like their potato nice. chips are just like pieces of like pork that somebody like pulled off a fucking board and just <laughs> threw in a bag and zip tied it and give it to you that's awesome yeah um but uh, it was cool man a little historical co- you know content seeing in england i dug up some of my grandfather's like old world war ii books and was reading a bit about it and seeing some actual pictures from like dunkirk and stuff so i kind of nerded out a little bit on the history of it and got nice. really into it so i mean hey man it if the movie is good enough to, you know, kind of spark that interest in me, you know, I think that's a mark of a pretty good movie. I think it's good to get back to your your Anglo roots. Yes, you know. Yeah, I think that's so cool. too. You know, I, I connected with my inner um, English boy. Yeah. So let's see uh, other stuff. I saw Spider Man Homecoming. Did you see that? Mm-mm. It's cool. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, yeah, the same guy who directed Clown. So I was excited to see that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was well done. You know, uh, Michael Keaton was is great. You know, makes the movie. Um, it, it was, you know, it was, it was actually quite good. It was quite good. It was, it was a little kind of cutesy and, you know, like, hey, like racially diverse high school and, you know, it, it's very I'm PC. A, I'm a kid and Spider-Man. Yeah, it's very, it's a very 2017 Spider-Man. Okay. But Michael Keaton's a real, as the Vulture is a really cool villain. It's even got like, you know, the kind of, it's a little too fucking current and I don't know. Yeah. Like a little too, little political undertones that I could have done without in my Spider-Man. Okay. Um, but that was cool. Guardians of the Galaxy. See that one? That's pretty cool. Pretty good. Isn't I didn't I? like it as much as the first. Yeah, I mean, I love Kurt Russell, but he's yeah. not—he's not what I wanted really. And me neither. From the, I didn't, I didn't get what I wanted from the film. It was a little, he was a little disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were jerking me off with the old uh, Sylvester Stallone like cameo. What, what was that about? I don't know. Dude, hey, and he like takes his role real seriously. Like, yeah. well, you you gonna break the code of the Ravagers? Yeah. Hey, what? get out of here. Hey, you you hey. gonna go far away hey. from here? Hey, young dude, buzz off. You're a jerk. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I liked how he portrayed his Ravager alien with such vigor. Yeah, because I think he plays like Starhawk. He used to be, like, that's the old, like, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. Like, he used to be in, like, a Guardians of the Galaxy kind of crew. Yondu was. Right, right, right. And right. then he, like, I think he fucked up and then Ravage. Um, yeah, so it was, uh, I, but the, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Great yeah. line. Hell yeah. Real, I, I, I think Michael Rooker, love him. Yeah. The best part of the movie. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, he was really good. Um, oh, uh, Open Water 3, Cage Dive, I had the distinct pleasure of seeing. Ooh. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Cool. Ever, no. No. It is, man, it's almost worse than Open Water 2. Yeah. And there's hey, sharks in this one. Like, you know, that one didn't even have sharks in it. Yeah, cause it, so it's a uh, cave, or a cage in the... Uh, it's all it got messes. The the boat sinks with the weather attracting sharks. Yeah, so what happened? I mean, the whole thing is... um. You know, it, it's a found footage movie, you know, okay. so the whole thing, you know, which I guess, I mean, the first one wasn't that. It felt like it, yeah. but it wasn't. It was just bad cameras. It was just, <laughs> it was just yeah. low budget. Yeah. And they used real sharks. So, th- I mean, you know what? There were some cool parts. Yeah. I mean, 
you know, it's all it's like the first they in- introduce this like love triangle thing where it's like the. The, the the guy and the girl they're engaged and their brother is with them and they're going on this trip and then it's revealed that the brother's hooking up with the girl so you like very Ooh. quickly dislike every character okay you know so which all betraying each other yeah and is a hey low triangle in the but this time it's an open water right yeah <laughs> yeah it's an open water love triangle yeah um and I could have an done open water relationship that <laughs> <laughs> that's cool nice yeah. that so should have been the title Thank for you. this yeah. movie that's yeah, brilliant open water Open relationship. <laughs> Open water three uh, yeah. relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe the whole thing was just like um, an allegory for their relationship. I hadn't thought of that. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of cool because they, you know, like they go in and they're um, they're going down in the cage. And then um, all like as they're coming up in the cage to come out, like they come up, they surface out of the water with their camera. And you just see this giant tidal wave coming. Ooh, crash. Wave. And then just the fucking because they're, they're sharks, every you know they're like feeding the sharks, mm. so they're all over, and so they're in the cage, they're taking turns diving with them. And then this tidal wave comes and just takes the boat out, and so it severs like you know the ch- the thing they're in, and so now they're just like in the sh- in the shark infested water. Damn. So, but yeah, I mean, a couple of cool scares, you know, but overall pretty shitty. Um, I kind of wanted to see that movie. What was it? Forty seven meters down. I saw it. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. How was it? It was okay. Okay. I mean, I was spooked because I don't know sharks scare the shit out of me. It's just so like, but yeah, but still, you think I would like it? I it's probably better than that movie. That it sounds like it's better than this. Yeah, Mandy Moore. They go out into the middle. Mandy of the Moore. Yeah, yeah, Mandy Moore She's making back. her acting comeback. Um, she always had something special. Yeah, it was okay. Mm-hmm. It was okay. I didn't hate it. Yeah, you know, but it's kind of the same thing. What they like? Uh, it's pretty uh, much the same. Uh, thing. Yeah, they get into uh. uh Shark cage off the course, uh, off of the coast of, uh, you know, some South American country. I forget. Yeah. And then, um, it, but it's like a cheap, cheaper boat. Like they get they they're hooking up with these two guys, mm-hmm. two locals, and they're like, we can take you shark diving for wicked cheap, for, yeah. like with this guy. And then the rig breaks and they sink down to the bottom. So of the whole the movie ocean. just them at the bottom of the ocean yeah, in this cage. Yeah. How can you see anything? Yeah. Kind of dark down yeah. there. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, what would be cool is if the, if it had like a crossover with the abyss, and right before they think they're gonna die from sharks, a little alien angel comes, like, oh, yeah, and saves them. Grat picks them up. Ed Harris is in there. Our shark is an angel. Yeah, that could be cool. That's just some. I'm just spitballing here. A cool thing. I mean, that movie at least made it into theaters. Uh, Open Water Three Cage Dive was a direct to um, ah, DVD. I know. I did the open. Uh, did the uh, twenty seven meters down. Reach theaters? I don't. I don't know if it did. Yeah, it did. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That was in theater. I wanted huh. to go see it. Well, how'd you see it? You just you yeah, just bootleg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I see all my movies. Yeah. Um. I also saw. Uh, let's see. Uh. It comes at night. You saw that? Yes. Uh, how was it? Uh. Disappointed. Really? It's cool. Like they make. It's cool to a point. Like the the atmosphere is cool, but it's not really a horror movie. It's a thriller. They really marketed it uh, a little, very horrorishly. Oh yeah. Um. But Full it, really, it really wasn't that. Really? Yeah. It's more just like a strange atmosphere and like tense uh, relationships and stuff okay. like that. I wouldn't say it's a horror film. Hmm. Not and, a lot, and a lot of it didn't really make sense to me. I didn't really get it. Hmm. Okay. But it's interesting. You're still, it's worth a watch. I do want to see it. I it, it got pretty good reviews, I think. Um, and what other horror movies did you see? I saw Under the Shadow, which was a movie that came out last year. Okay. Um, uh, I think it might be American directed, but it takes place in Iran. Mm-hmm. It takes place in Tehran. In like the eighties, mm-hmm. um, is this like kind of a war movie as well? Yeah, well, there's some more stuff going on, but it's straight up like horror. Like yeah, they, I, like there is a, a 
creature. I heard about this. And stuff like that. It, it's uh, it's cool. It was really good. I liked Under the Shadow a lot. I remember when that came out last summer. Yeah. That was the, uh, there was some buzz about yeah, that. Yeah, definitely watch it. It's cool. It's All right, very cool. interesting. Um, you know what I saw, which also I, I think it well, came out early in the year, was a, a Cure for Wellness I finally got around to seeing. Oh, nice. What do you think? I liked it a lot. Yeah. Eel based uh, uh, Immortal Spooks. It's yeah. A, it's a strange movie, but I, I uh, liked it better than I thought I would. People really hated that film. Really? Yeah. It seemed like it got like mixed reviews. It was somewhere like oh, yeah. the 50s, 60s range on Rotten Tomatoes. Interesting. I, I mean, I just thought that um, I thought it it did a good job of having a lot of different horror elements in it. You know, I like the yeah. whole creepy asylum element. I like the psychological horror. I like the physical eel. Gore Verbinski, who lo- does, a, I think he does a great job, like in The Ring, like creating like a horror mystery. Yeah, that's totally. what he really. Likes it it to was do. a mystery. I think he yeah. really excels at that. I think so like, too. Like I mean, yeah. he got off that's a bit kind so of good about with the, the the Paris Caribbean stuff, but like that, like thinking about the ring and thinking about that movie. Yeah, I feel you can really compare like those ideas as like sto- a way of storytelling. Like, yeah, I, I think he did a great job with it. Totally. Uh, yeah, and, and I don't know if I would you know rush to see it again, but I really enjoyed watching it. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that. Yeah. Definitely would recommend that. Some Anything else? Stuff. You see any other stuff this summer? Um, no interesting new horror movies that I can really think of. Yeah. Uh, I did start, I, I really shouldn't have, but I started, uh, collecting horror VHS tapes. I already have about fucking 50. Collecting what? VH, horror VHS. Oh, I saw your picture of them. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You got a lot of action, but also a lot of, a lot of horror. Yeah. VHS player. I have about 50 now. Really? Quickly. I got some good deals on a couple, uh, lots of 20. From this guy, so I have, and like, I got like uh, all the Halloweens and like a bunch of Friday the Thirteenth. So you're gonna watch all the Halloweens and now and Child's Play and all that stuff. Cool. I think so. There you go. Yeah, that's a nice. That would be a nice Halloween activity for you. Or Predators, all the aliens. I got. I got a lot. Cool. Yeah, it's interesting. It feels good. It feels good to watch them. A lot of the older ones. Like I want to buy ones yeah. that are like in that right time, like eighty seventies to eighties horror movies to mm-hmm. watch. On the VHS, like if I get up closer into nineties, I don't really want to. Right. But like it, watching it on that just it feels right. Every now and again, there's some nice scan lines and stuff yep. like that. It feels yeah. appropriate. It feels that's nice. cool. I'm a little nostalgia, baby. Yeah, I feel that. And that's uh, horror films can be immensely enjoyable yeah. on VHS tape. I'd I'd like to do that as well. Get yeah. a VHS player. Maybe I'll borrow yours. Yeah, it's um yeah. I don't need another hobby or another thing to spend money on, but you know. Fuck me, right? That's not too much money, yeah. though, really, is it? It's not. It's v- not. VHS, VHS collecting, VHS there, there's more expensive hobbies. They are pretty cheap, but it's still just another thing for me yeah. to hoard. Like, I don't have the space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I still want them. And That's the thing. VHS copies, they take yeah. up substantial mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe I've been walking around with the It DVD of the original in my laptop case for months. Nice. I've just Wait. been, like, intending on watching it, <laughs> and then, of course, didn't get around to doing it until, you know, this past week. Damn, dude. But it's been taking up physical space in my bag. That yeah, takes a lot, man. Yeah, that's why. And that's I a like, DVD. Like that's digital. like an inch smaller. I can tell you though, uh, I I bought because I bought two lots of this guy who was trying to sell uh, Night of the Comet uh, sealed VHS and he couldn't sell it, so he just threw it in there for me. So I got a sealed copy. Oh, cool. Of uh, Night of the Comet VHS. I'd love to that. watch it, but that was on our Ken Reed list that he gave us. Oh, was it? Yeah, cool. Yeah, Night of the Comet. Man, I gotta People revisit like the Ken Reed list. I feel like it. I watched a couple off there. Cool. Yeah. I need to find that. I, I've got it on my notes somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, cool. So you want? Do you want to get into it? You want to get into the movies? Here? Let's get into it. In, into it. Yeah. So we'll do. Uh, so we're gonna talk about both movies kind of at the same time. 
yeah. there's a similar story, we'll kind of uh, compare and contrast. You can't talk about the general story yeah, and talk about things from both of them. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. I think that's right. Because it'll be weird if we uh, try to go through both, I think. I think there's not there's little point in covering the original yeah. and then the new one. We're going to be comparing and contrasting anyway, so yeah, let's just... Yeah, why not? Most people, you know, I've a lot of people are seeing this. You know, you're seeing just on social yeah. media, people that don't, they're like, oh my God, just saw it. Holy shit. You know, like, yeah. th- there's a lot of kind of basic people who are just not necessarily horror fans coming out of the woodwork to see it, which is cool. I mean, it broke records. It was the second highest ever R-rated movie to come out after yeah. Deadpool. Um, it's the number one movie in the country right now. It's making a lot of um, late 20s and early 30s people relive their, you know, fucking, I guess older than that, even like 30s, when the it's original a, came out in 1990. The, the book's 30 years old. The and, book is 30 years and old, yeah. And the, uh, the movie came out, yeah, in like 1990. Right, yeah. The, well, the, the miniseries, rather. Yeah. But uh, it's great. Th- I think this, for me, uh, after this and Get Out, both topping at the box office, we're back, baby. I think yeah. we're in business. I think it, uh, they're going to thr- start just throwing money at horror yeah man and it's like, like this well, is it. it's what we've talked about too yeah. man i mean the return it inv- it, it's low budget to make huge returns it, it, it's a it. studio's wet dream we we predicted it. this rise you heard horror. it here first on dead last podcast yeah that we are in the renaissance baby we're back yeah just because we're like on an un- underground podcast you know um unit yeah it doesn't mean that we that people aren't listening to our suggestions yeah. and making millions off of them yeah i mean just like us not that we're not making millions. Well, not yet. Not yet, but soon. It's like I'm just saying in the future. Of course, we'll right. Yeah. That we're going to. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We'll get that Patreon up soon. Don't I don't worry. see why we, why we sh- neither of us shouldn't be millionaires on yeah. this podcast within a few months. Yeah, we should have a piece. By Halloween, I would love to. But yeah, we called it. We called it. Uh, yeah. Our predictors, uh, horror, Nostradamus, fingers on the pulse. Yeah. You heard it here first, boys and girls and others, you know? Uh, so let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I work in the sewer, it's a very hard job You know they won't hire just any old slob You don't have to wear a tie or a coat You just have to know how to float We sing the song of the sewer Of the sewer we sing this song Together we stand with shovel in hand to keep things rolling along. I work down a manhole with a guy named Bruce, and we are in charge of all the refuse. He lets me go first while he holds the lid. I'm telling you, sheesh, what a sweet kid. We sing the song of the sewer Of the sewer we sing this song Together we stand with trouble in hand To keep things rolling along Okay, sorry, yeah, okay Anyway, sorry, ready? One, two, three, broadcast Okay, we're doing mine then What do you need to do? How about we do broadcast? We'll do How about it broadcast? Yeah, okay, yeah, it broadcast Two, three. It broadcast. Yeah, right. the it cast, nice. baby. We'll edit that so it'll yeah. sound seamless yeah. on the final yeah. product as usual. Don't worry about it. Cool. All right, it was directed by Stephen King. Um, it's not. Nope. It's no. Uh, he, no, he wrote the 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 novel. Right on. 
Um, I mean, it says Stephen King's it, so I understand. This is based on a graphic novel. Um, no, that's all. I don't think there ever. I don't think there ever was. One I think I'm on the wrong uh, the wrong website. Yeah, that's, I'm, you're, that's Pornhub. Yeah. Oh, I'm on Pornhub. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm on notit.net. Oh. Okay. It's all a, it's all just wrong facts a, about that's it. That's a tag website. Yeah. That's a ta- for tag fans for playing tag. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's it's a tag community. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Real it dot uh, web. Okay, so uh, this is it's officially referred to as Stephen King's It. Um, it was a miniseries that came out in 1990. Um, it it wa- it was directed. Um, oh, that's the who directed this? I don't know. I mean, I don't think they call them directors for miniseries, do it? Do they? Yeah, they, like, a technic- pr- producer. Um, it technically had a director. I can't find it. I don't know. Somebody. You know who gives a shit, right? Penny. Mr. Pennywise. Yeah. Um, Stephen King directed it. Yeah, Steve. Well, well that's, that. what I, that's what I said first. You know what? We'll just go with what you All said right, first. Stephen King directed it. I'll edit that part. Thank too. you. So right. well, you just said the first thing. Okay. And then it's it was Stephen King, and we'll just stick to that. Who's going to say otherwise? You know what I mean? Right. Okay. So this was originally um, a miniseries, and it's since become like a, a movie, and it's like a two-part movie. Like mm. I remember as a kid, you would rent two separate VHS tapes yes. for it. Um, the DVD that I have of it, it's like you flip the side. It cuts at a really weird part, like just in a mid scene. Really? So, how how what was your first experience with it? I only saw it probably like four or five years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, pretty recently. Because you were co- in comparison, you were only a couple years old when it came out. Um, a couple of years. I was but born in '88, so yeah, same. I was two years old. Right, we were we were both yeah. a couple of years. I, people always talked about it, and I've always known, but I've just never really uh, gone for it. Okay. You know? So, but uh, you know, a couple years back, I'm like, hey, I need to need to get this done. You see, you watch it in one sitting. I did, yeah. It okay. was. Uh, I liked it. I mean, I don't think so much after seeing this one. Did you know. did you I, rewatch I, I this one okay. in preparation for the new, or not even preparation, but did did you see? Have you seen it since your initial viewing? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I I liked it. When I asked because that time. factors in. Okay, yeah, I I liked it when I sat down, and watched it, mm-hmm. but not the second time. This is a cool well, movie well, to we'll refer to. I'm gonna enjoy referring to this movie as it because we usually call movies it anyway when we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah, I I, I saw it. Great. Um, so for me, I remember my first experience with it was a kid, a friend of mine, um, my friend Alex's birthday, birthday party. He must have been. I would say maybe like 11, something like that, 10 or 11, you know, I would say maybe like fifth grade, fourth grade, something like that. Um, And it was like a sleepover, you know, and uh, we all like, you know, it was was classic, you know, like late 90s kids sleepover, like Mm -hmm. sleeping bags on the floor. And it was just on TV. And we're like, oh, man, it's just it's that fucking clown. So it was on on TV, which is on TV. So it was like four hours long. Yeah. Well, the uh, running time is three hours and 12 minutes. But yes, on TV, it was about four hours, I would think. Yeah. (laughs) So we started watching it. And um, I was terrified. I was the most scared. Like, who would have thought? The, the kid who couldn't watch it was the one who turned out to have his own grown-up adult horror movie Come podcast. a long way. I'm proud I, of you. Thank you. That's what this is about for me. Yeah. It's kind of come full circle. Something to prove. Yeah. Um, but so we all had Nerf guns. That was, like, the thing that year, like, that nice. po- we, at our party. So it, it was whenever, like, the clown came on the screen, we all were shooting the screen with Nerf guns and, like, we would like jump up and shoot it like so that was fun but it literally got to the point where i couldn't watch it anymore and i was like i'm down to like i was like can we just fucking change the channel like i can't <laughs> I, I, fi- I couldn't 
Nice. It was just something about it, man. I don't. E- I don't even think it was just the clown. I've never had an issue with clowns, but there's just some. There was just something really creepy about it, man. You know, just Tim just Curry, the, baby. Tim Curry was just so creepy, and just the, how malevolent the character was. You know, like something about how he so he breaks the kids down. Just like as a kid watching it, it, it affected me. And I think it, a lot of people have that connection. A lot of people our age that were seeing people tweet and post on Facebook and shit about it. It's because it has this kind of place in their childhood and and it did tap into something, some kind of primordial fear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just from when they saw it, you know? So I think this remake really banked off that nostalgia. You know? Yeah. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, so I've been rewatching it. Like I said, I've had it around in my laptop. So I was on the road last week and just kind of watching it on my laptop. And I watched like the first half and then I ended up like kind of keep watching the first half because I was watching with different people. And then I sat down and just watched it in one sitting because it is long, man. You know, I mean, it is over three hours. Um, And um, man, it's it's fun, dude. Like the first half of this movie is really fun. Yeah, I I, I dug the cheese factor. I mean, I know it's 1990, but it's so 80s, you know, like down to the blood, like in the hair. And like the there's just something it it, it, it the, the cheesiness like is really appealing to me on this movie. Okay. You know, um, the the kids like the, I, I think the kids are are more compelling than the uh, than the adult actors and uh, by, stuff too. By a long shot. By a lot. So yeah. I mean, do you, do you want to give like a brief synopsis? I mean, if for yeah, anybody cool. that yeah. doesn't know, I mean, this will summarize both of them. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, so the second one, I'll, we'll just say straight up, like is just. Uh, them as kids, but for the this first mini series is. is a story that ba- uh, uh, spans them as kids and also into adults. So basically, um, it opens up really with uh, a kid with a tiny little boat in the rain going along the sewers, and then the kid gets accosted by Pennywise the clown in the sewers and gets his arm ripped off and dragged into the sewer and killed. Yeah. And you're um, talking about the new one. Yeah, well, I mean, he. I mean, that's what. Uh, I don't know if he. They don't show his arm getting ripped off in the in, in the books, right? In, in or the bo- sorry, in the, in the books. In the book, he apparently, he does get his arm ripped. Yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about all. all We're gonna the, talk about the, all at once. All the differences here. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but then so there's this basically this uh, malevolent being who takes the form of a clown, mostly, uh, who can embody, uh, the greatest fears, of the people that he's stalking, and every twenty seven years. Uh, tragedy happens in this town of Derry, Maine, uh, where aka Stephen King yeah, Town, where this creature eats a bunch of children, or has to kill a bunch of children, mm-hmm. uh, and this group of just like uh, misfit kids, they're called the Losers Club. Uh, they get together, and the clowns basically kind of like torturing them and making them afraid, uh, and they eventually get together and they uh, kill uh, Pennywise the clown, or so they think, and then twenty-seven years later. The clown returns, and then they all have to come back and face the clown once right. again. Right. That's and it in so much. Yeah. Right. And so the way I, – I like how they introduce the characters in the original. How um, it, It's basically – it takes place in, in the more present time, which is like 1990. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this one character, Mike, who still lives – all the members of the Losers Club are now 40 or so and mm-hmm. off living their lives, and they've all become successful except for this guy, Mike, who stayed in the town. And uh, it, is it Mike? Am I am I right? We're saying yeah, that? Mike Hanlon. Yeah, Mike Hanlon. They call so, it, they call him uh, Manning the Lighthouse. Is that what they call him? Well, they call they call like him staying behind. Okay, you right. know what I mean. He yeah. stayed behind in the town to like ensure that it didn't right, right. return. Right. 
So he's calling everybody one by one, and he's and you know like you, we're, we're introduced to the characters as adults, and they answer the phone, and they're all doing something in their personal lives, usually something sexually promiscuous, mm. and uh, they get a call, and it's like, "Hey, Richie, it's Mike Cannon. It's come back." And then on the other one, they go, "Oh no!" And then yeah. they have a flashback, and we see them as th- their child self and their first interaction with Pennywise, uh, the clown. And so that's really cool. Um, I think that's a cool way to do. I, I I like that the new movie took a new approach, but that was a cool way to get introduced to all the kids, um, kind of one by one. Yeah. You know. So then when they're when that we start seeing them in that group dynamic, we kind of are already familiar with them a little bit. Um, um, I could see this just be if they did this as like a Netflix series now, the way they did the well, miniseries, it'd be yeah. very binge worthy. Oh, like a, like you know? Stranger Things would be. Stranger Things yeah. took a lot from this as far as like Losers Club. Yeah. But oh, yeah, Losers Club is sick. It's like seven kids. So you, you got. Uh, Bill, who uh, he has a stutter. His brother was killed Georgie. by uh, by Pennywise. Hey, Georgie! Getting when when Pennywise came back to start feeding, uh, yes. like for these kids to deal with it. His brother was the first one to be killed. First blood. Uh, then there's Eddie, who is a hypochondriac who's constantly uh taking pills and doing his uh asthma inhaler. Mm-hmm. Then we got Richie, who's just a loud mouth, kind G- of doesn't, ginger doesn't comedian. Stop talking. Uh, Seth Green, yeah, Seth Green, Beverly, who is uh, the lady of the group, and mm-hmm. she uh, has a, a hard time with like her father, who is like uh, physically and like sexually abusive. Mm-hmm. Um, ben, just fat kid, gets uh, a yeah. gets tortured. Mike, the black kid, who like in living in Derry, New Hampshire, gets just you know. Uh, like bullied in 1960 yeah and yeah uh very racist ways yeah a lot of a lot of racial slurs getting thrown around for 1990 television in the miniseries on the television i was surprised they did not drop any n-words in the movie no in the miniseries there is a lot apparently um the the kid that did it when they were filming he had to keep he kept apologizing to him before every scene really yeah and then um and then the last one is stanley who is uh a jewish boy scout yes and uh, nice. yeah, they're yeah. all kind of misfits, and they all come together and have the lo- losers club, and they all are like uh, basically haunted by these this group of bullies led by like uh, Bowers, whatever his name is, Bowers, Bowers, Peter yep. Bowers, or something like that. No Bowers, yeah, but he's a real piece of shit. Yeah, he is a pos. Yeah, so it's like no. these kids; they all have their they all have kind of tumultuous um, uh, personal lives, and they all kind of like want to escape a little bit, you know. So they find each other as this group of misfits. Mm-hmm. And so then that's kind of, I think, why Pennywise kind of singles them out because he can sense their weakness, you know. And Pennywise's whole thing, he feeds off kids' fears and anxieties. And so these kids, individual, when they're uh, on their own, you know, they're they're kind of, they're more vulnerable to Pennywise. I think Pennywise is going after them. I don't think he is going after them because they're vulnerable. I think that he's going after them to stop them from looking because they want to find mm. Georgie. That's why they're wandering around the Barrens, and that's where they're like. They're Are you, you're talking about the new one? I guess so. But in, also in the original kind of in, one, he's I guess in the old one. It seems like the mystery of George. There's no mystery in the first one, and in the and from what I've heard in the book, Georgie is just dead. Yeah. The the, the, the whether the, or not he's dead book, is new to the. So in the, in the new one, uh, Georgie is just he's his arms ripped off and he's taken into the sewer. In the old one, he's just like Pennywise grabs him. And then you just see his teeth come out, and you assume he dies. In the yeah. book, his arm gets ripped off, and then he dies in the middle of the street. 
Right. So like, but so before we go through this, I, what I want to talk about, let's talk about Pennywise's like power set. Okay. Right. With yeah. what he he's dealing with. Right? Yeah. So he is like this cosmic entity, right? Yeah. Who has taken his favorite form is of Pennywise the clown, mm-hmm. and um, he basically he wants he can only kill these kids when he makes them super afraid. Right. If they it's believe, very Freddy Krueger. Yeah. If they believe that he can kill them, and they're afraid, then he can. And he also, I guess, in the book, he akins it to like salting the meat. You know, ah. as far as like fear Interesting. goes, okay. making them afraid. Yeah, it's a little more in the new one. He kind of makes that a little more known than in yes the old one. In why. the new one, he's literally smelling them when he scares them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so it, it he doesn't really go after adults because kids are easier to frighten and they're easier to go for. Um. Yeah. He can change. He changes the shape into whatever they're most afraid of. Right. And I also think he has something he what one thing I kind of struggled with is like for, throughout the town. Like he has to he affects the town in some way too. Right. Because in in the first one they show um I don't know if he makes these people a lot of these people bad people or they're just bad people which kind of just shows like uh like the the escape that these kids need. Like from mm-hmm. their parents and stuff like that, but like there's a scene in the miniseries where Bowers and all these kids are basically holding Beverly down, and you know if they're like it's gonna be a rape or something like that. But like this old guy sees her and he just he just walks into his house. Right. And in the new one, uh, Ben is about to get carved up on the kissing bridge, and this couple sees, and they just keep driving. Right. And then you see a little red balloon in the back of the seat. Right. So wh- what I'm super unclear about, but like, which isn't like a huge problem that I have, but like, what just what I'm curious about is uh, what him as as whatever entity is, what his effect is on the greater population in general. Right. Because these kids are dying, and they're all going missing, but no one see. It doesn't seem to be like the biggest right deal, other than to like the kids' parents who's. Who they're, who's missing them? Right. You know. Yeah. They in like, the the newer one does um pays more attention to that the fact that everyone in the town turns a blind eye to everything any mm-hmm. kind of bullying or anything with Pennywise, and so they and they touch on this, you know, in, in the original the the, um, the kid Mike he has a book that's kind of like the history of Derry and he's showing you know like there's been all these huge there was a big oil fi- coal, coal factory fire um and every twenty seven years there's like some big massacre but that people are always going disappearing. And so they say, like, you know, in he's finding pictures of, of Pennywise, like, in old kind of old-timey books. And my one kind of complaint was that I, I would have liked both the original and the new one to dive into that a little bit more, a little bit more of the history of Pennywise. Yeah. And especially with the new one, because Pennywise's look is completely different in this one. I, we can touch on that. Mm-hmm. Like, Tim Curry's character was very kind of like, hey, hey, I'm a clown, dee, dee, dee. Like, it was creepy, but it, he was, you know, it was like a kitty clown. I mean, this one is like creepy nightmare clown. Yeah, yeah. And it's got this kind of more renaissance colonial look to him. Yeah. And I thought it would have been kind of cool if they went into that a bit. Like, maybe because that's like how he looked in the 1800s and may, some but, of that. And, may, and and when I brought that up and um, my friend. He, ch- he chose that 
look like so long ago. Right. Like, he's supposed to have been there for such so, a long time. But that so, makes that makes more know, sense in the new yeah, one. But the original the one, if he, he's wearing like an 80s clown it's a suit. Bozo the Clown. Right. Pretty much. Very Bozo the Clown. Yeah. So I thought it would have been a little cool if they tapped into that. Um, and my, my friend Ryan Flaherty, who was going to be a guest but wasn't able to make it, I've been... He's a big Stephen King guy. Um, he's reading it now. We've been talking about it. He's like, well, they might get into that with the sequel, which would be cool yeah. to see. Um, so I would have liked them to go into that a little bit more. But I, I think that there's something – they allude to the fact that there's something regional like about the place, Derry, that – because when all the kids leave I- I- in the original, they all forget everything about Pennywise. They do. Yeah. And Mike remembers. Mike remembers because he stays. Yeah. And, he's, and once everyone comes back, they start having flashbacks, and then they start remembering all this traumatic shit. But, but I'm not even sure – maybe even as an adult, he might have been forgetting, but he also it like keeps like audio logs or a journal and stuff like that too. You're right. He does that. You know I mean? He so does that. So he might be forgetting too. Of yeah. That's what – of what – happens because right. already like six kids disappear before he calls them and then because he finds a picture right. of georgie and then he's like uh. right so so, so, I, so, do, so you want to just let, let's talk about the old movie first and then the new movie and then we'll kind of like okay yeah. do both and we can st- still like comment on s- stuff in right. between yeah totally but, and and well so yeah. but staying on that just for a second because I because that's I, like something that I feel like wasn't addressed fully in either movie like why Pennywise has the power over the town it's clear that this is yeah. like his he does have some kind of influence on the townspeople in general mm-hmm. and in the uh, the original like uh, uh, the whole thing is Pennywise is in the sewer and there's like the the water house or whatever is where he like kind of lives and and he get he travels the sewer I wish there was a bit more of that in the new one. I was almost thinking like there was going to be some kind of twist, like the shits in the water, like everyone that drinks the water yeah. there, there's some okay. mind wash kind of thing going on. Maybe that's a little too over the head obvious, you know, but like I think that there's some kind of if Pennywise has these psychological powers where you can get into your head and make you see things and, and uh, tap into your fears. Maybe he, could, he there's like kind of a light veil over the whole town yeah. where everyone you just turn an eye to anything bad that happens because Pennywise welcomes any kind of violence or kids yeah. bullying or fucking you know like just a- any of that Makes kind sense. of stuff he feeds off it so he doesn't want anyone in the town to acknowledge it I mean, so he, he has some kind of influence over so, the town so I guess and maybe even in that sense since he can make you see certain things maybe he can also make you not see right things. yeah yeah totally you know what I mean because they're blind like in the same way like uh like when Bill drops the photo album with the picture mm-hmm. of Georgie and it starts bleeding over the place and it's covered in blood. The parents pick it up. They don't see the blood. He can see it. Right. It's all over the place. And when Bev is in the bathroom and blood starts going everywhere, she's like, she's freaking out. She's like, oh, look what happened in the bathroom. And he's like, what are you talking about? There's blood everywhere. And right. she can see it. It's like there too, but he can't see it right it's the strangest like thing so maybe he it's not so much that the kids are just seeing something but it's that the adults aren't seeing it i think so yeah i think so i think the blood is like really there mm-hmm. it but seems like that and especially in the new one yeah um when there's the because they recreate that blood all over the bathroom but to uh mm-hmm. i mean it's like you know the the, the remake is very much just, it takes everything and just turns it up you know like five notches yeah, because like, they, they have to clean it up right they have well, to clean it, it, it's the, like all a, of the blood up. In, in the first movie, it's like no a, 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 a balloon. Right, it's, there was, it's not fair. The balloon comes up, and it pops, and there's blood everywhere, and she's freaking out. And, of course, you know, in the 
in the remake, it's got to be a waterfall of blood shooting yeah. into her face. <laughs> Very like Johnny Depp in um, Nightmare on Elm Street, added blood out of the bed kind of ask. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, of course it had to be. But I thought that montage of all the kids cleaning up the blood was great. Like a fun little bonding montage over cleaning Looking up like a blood stain. <laughs> yeah, it should have been that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd awesome. But I got to say, uh, the weakest part about this movie is that it's a TV miniseries. Yeah, um, so it, it, it limits it. The book is supposed to be is a very adult thing. Like, I'll say, I did start reading it like a poser. Did you? Yeah, I cool. did. Cool. You have it, it? It opens up. I have it on my Kindle. It opens cool. up with just like a... Excuse me. Uh, in in the future, after the, their thing, uh, with like a hate crime, uh, these like town ne'er do wells uh, throw this gay guy over a bridge, huh. and they say like, "Oh, well, we threw him over the bridge, but he didn't die. We saw him alive, and we saw this cl- this person dressed like a clown like drag him into the pipes, huh, and kill him." And uh, and that's how it starts. It's pretty brutal. Wow, that's intense. And it starts a brutal hate crime. Uh, which is strange so because it, because in he's where he has like an I love dairy balloon and like I love dairy hat, which is why they get mad at him. He's like, I know gay guy gonna wear you love dairy. Like mm. in the new one, when one of the bullies is trapped in the sewers, he gets an I heart dairy balloon yeah. that floats up to him and pops. Right, which so I thought might might be kind of probably a reference, a reference to, to the book. Yeah, um, but it's supposed to be brutal. One big thing that I guess we can get into right now for a second is uh, there has been some like outrage about the book right now. Really? 30 years later. Wow. Okay. So this is 2017 for you. So this is fucked up, but it's, there's a lot to be said about this, right? Um, So the losers, they defeat it in the sewers, right? Mm -hmm. And then they get like magically lost in this, some type of like, some magic loss. You're gonna be lost forever in these sewers, right? In the they, in the in the miniseries, are you talking about? No, in the book. Okay. Okay. And they need to somehow come together and bond in order to get out of these sewers somehow. I don't know how it comes about, but so what happens is uh, Beverly has sex with all of them. Right in the sewers. Yes, one by one. Really. In order to bring them together, and how does that bring them together? I mean, that's, I don't know, they all. It's supposed to be. Uh, my my friend I said who's read the book a bunch of times. He's wrote and written about this particular thing. He's written like whole papers, a uh, whole like thesis on this thing. And it's like it's about yeah. basically making them adults. Okay. You know, they leave the source as adults. Uh, Stanley is the only one who can't come. And then that's why he never really becomes an adult, which is why when it comes back, he kills himself. Oh, okay. It's like this weird thing. Like, it, it is wicked weird. I will agree with uh, these people on that. But first of all, don't get angry about it 30 years later because right. you're reading a book now because you're a poser. Right. Okay, because the movie's <laughs> coming out. I, you know, I'm a fucking poser, too, because I'm reading it. But don't, like, it's been 30 years. Yeah. Just the movie's coming out, and now you're going to read and get mad about it. It's easy. You need something to get mad about. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. And also, it's not like a child sex romp. He's not writing child porn. It, it, it's supposed to – it has literary merit. 
Like right. he wants it to mean and symbolize something. Yeah, he's not just like writing out child. Like he's not just like sweating, <laughs> like like eating potato chips. You're like, and then Beverly sucked his cock. Oh, Stanley, like. It's not. It's not what happened. Yeah. You know. It's got context. It has context. So for these people to get mad about it, uh, suck my balls. Oh, people just need fucking you something, know? don't they? You're thirty years late. Okay. Right. Yeah. Because the people didn't read books back then, I guess, and they get mad. They have Reddit to post on. I don't know. So this is a strange thing. I'm not surprised they didn't put it in either of the movies. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that you can. Yeah, 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 it can do without it. Uh, absolutely. Uh, that, yeah. And if you do get mad about it, that's kind of weird. Yeah, um, uh, like if you get mad that it's not in there, I'm saying that's that'd be a little, yeah. a little weird. <laughs> that's a weird hill to try to die on. And be like, hey, you should have fucked the kids. Like, uh, I don't know, man. You know what part really yeah. pissed me off yeah. that it wasn't in that movie? It really pissed me off. I really wanted to see that part. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's strange, very strange. But um, yeah, that that's interesting. I guess that you know, I mean, they're not gonna, they're not gonna fuck with any of that kind of shit. It's racy you don't enough kind of as it is. Yeah. yeah. Leave it in the books. Right. Leave it in the books. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I've heard that the newer one it is more faithful to the source material. Have you heard the same? I have heard that. Um, yeah, it's, it seems that way. I've heard that the director, whoever the hell he is, of the original, has said, like, he kind of regrets not reading it. He didn't read the novel. Oh, well, that's... Well, it's... Um, well, you're really bad at your job. Dude. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, well, it's like a thousand pages. Like, right. you're directing something, like, pretty I'm, important. I'm assuming that, you know, the screenwriters that are read, and he's just going off the screenplay. Right? Uh, that's, that doesn't really work, does it? What an awful thing to do, to not read the book of what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, I guess you want to be your own thing, but I don't know. No. You, respect. It's Stephen King, dude. And it's like, you wouldn't want to piss him off anyway. He Every adaptation of his work, it pisses him off. Even the fucking Shining, he didn't like. Yeah. Well, he didn't like the Langoliers. He didn't like anything. Yeah. But yeah. I heard Langoliers that he liked. Sucks. I heard he like. He said or he he said something like that the new one was much better than he thought it was going to be. Okay, Fair which enough. from Stephen King is pretty high praise. Yeah. Does he like Maximum Overdrive? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He directed that. It was the only movie he ever directed. Stephen King directed that. Yeah, he tried to direct a movie once. He directed Maximum Overdrive. Wow. And he was blasted on cocaine the whole time. Really? Oh yeah, and he was awful. Some guy lost his eye during the filming. Nice. Sucks. That's some cool. like some like gaffer. Wow. Okay. Because I don't know. He was all coked up, and there's like, uh, there's like a scene with like a lawnmower. They're like, "Well, we got this prop lawnmower." He's like, "No, real lawnmower." <laughs> oh, I, oh, I <laughs> yeah. heard about all that. And like yeah. a rock got like caught in, like shot out, and like a man lost his eye. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, Steven. <sighs> yeah. Stick to the books, buddy. Yeah. Stick, <laughs> stick, stick to stick to dairy. Yeah. But um, cocaine so yeah, years. So let, time for Steven. Yeah. Hey, man. It worked for Quentin Tarantino. I don't remember Cujo. Yeah, well, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> um, let, let's get into the second half and the ending of the original, and then let's talk about the new one a little and compare okay. it. Because um, it, it seems like overall the consensus is to the original is that everyone kind of thinks the first half is stronger. Everyone thinks the yeah. kids are more compelling actors. The, the kid actors are, are good. Uh, uh, Seth Green is awfully annoying. He's annoying, uh, which w- does his job. Uh, the kid who plays Eddie is good. He's, Eddie and Bill are really good. Eddie's my favorite. Um, let's talk about Eddie for a second. Yeah. 
Eddie Spaghetti, man. I fucking love him. He looks like a little old man. Yeah, he's just yeah. a little like scowl. He's, yeah. he's like, hey, uh, Eddie Spaghetti. He's like, well, don't do that. I hate yeah. when you call yeah. me that. Yeah. I'm not Eddie yeah. Spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> I hate when you stutter while you say my name, Bill. He's like, I'm sorry. So, 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 so sorry. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, he has a stutter. Like, I don't Eddie's know such a little prick. It's a matter of fact. So I was watching it with my brother, and um, we found Eddie on Facebook. The you act, did? The actor. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, fun fact, uh, you can't always message people on Facebook mm-hmm. unless... You report something of theirs. So we reported a picture of his. <laughs> Why would you do that to Eddie? <laughs> like, hold on. <laughs> and so it takes you, Facebook takes you through a series of things where then it's like, why did you report this? And we're like, well, it bothered me. Like, why did it bother you? you because it's offensive. Why is it offensive? And then you ha- eventually gives you an option to message the person directly. Mm-hmm. So then they don't know that I reported it. And I we just wrote something just like, you're dead, Eddie, dash Bowers. <laughs> <laughs> You you threatened yeah you threatened death I threatened Eddie Spaghetti yeah from Bowers I haven't heard it back yet oh yeah you think he's got back how's he look I mean he looks I'll say he looks more like uh, Eddie than the character that okay. portrayed his adult self okay that was the thing with adult Eddie I mean dude he uh, he he looked like a, he looks like a little fucking Benjamin Buttons you know what I he mean does, he does so now he just kind of looks like he's elongated a little bit like he's still like he looks younger now that he's older than yeah, he did in the yeah, movie yeah it's weird. <laughs> Looks like a fucking little three foot grandpa guy. I'm not Eddie Spaghetti. He was a a little grandpa. He really, I love. I just loved him. God, (laughs) and all the scenes of his like little body. He's like scrubbing. He's like, man, I don't want to shower. Yeah, (laughs) fucking great. Um, so uh, yeah, his adult the, (coughs) excuse me. It's pretty funny how just the adult versions of them just look nothing like them. They're awful. It's so bad. And like when they all the, the fat kid, so he's just like a fat little blonde kid, mm-hmm. and now he's like a successful architect, and he just like has brown hair and a beard, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, is that you?" And it's like, "What?" And like, you, yeah, you wouldn't fucking just recognize this guy. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that's super nitpicky, but it was a little bit annoying. Yeah. yeah the, the they were just bad. The actors were just bad. The kid actors yeah. could outact any of those adults mm-hmm. yeah um the the act the, who i thought was actually kind of good was um is olivier hussey actually actually you know her she's from uh black christmas she's the character who who plays adult oh, bill's girlfriend oh yes yes you're right yeah you're right yeah i liked her in it i thought she i thought she did a nice oh, job man um, yeah, she doesn't have a super big part though. You no, know, she's I not know. Like a main character. No, she's not. But she was just like she, I. I bought her character and just uh, even like adult Bill. I I hated his ponytail. You know, couldn't stand that ponytail. What is with that? Like, Sarah what does it stop, look like when he Sarah lets it down? Sarah stopped commenting on it. She's like, I'm gonna rip it off his head. Like, <laughs> well, do you think it was an attachment? Oh yeah, it's totally fake. Yeah. Okay. That's that makes it fake. Yeah. So anyway, so they're adults now, and they they all get back together in Derry and. Um, they they bond over a Chinese food uh, montage, um, one of the most awkward montages I've ever seen in my life. They're all just like smiling and like eating Chinese, um, and everyone's having fun. And because Richie's like, "Hey, let's beep, not get beep, into Richie, beep, yeah, beep. yeah," they're like, "Let's not get into the dark childhood trauma. Let's have some Chinese food." And so they have this '80s montage to eating Chinese food. And then at the end, they're like, "Okay, yeah, that was fun." They all open their fortune cookies, and all their fortune cookies have little. Uh, little treats inside. Um, one has an eyeball. One has a, a small uh, chicken fetus, um, which was a nice touch. I would have eaten that. That's probably regular. I was going to say, you that, came with that. In a, in a, depending the Chinese food place, that might have yeah. just been on the menu. That yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so um, 
and then they're kind of like, okay, let's like talk about this shit. This is, you know, Pennywise knows we're here, you know, and so they, um, they're kind of like starting to talk, and you know, the guy Mike's explaining that kids are starting to go missing again, and and explains this whole theory of every twenty seven years, you know, twenty seven mm-hmm. years later. So they go to, you know, they they came back on the merit of a promise that they made um, when they were kids. If we didn't kill it, we'll all come back. So they're all having visions of Pennywise again. He's making fun of Bill for stuttering. He's up to all his funny antics. Um, and so they go down to the stewer to confront him again. And um, and so basically they're kind of like, you know, it, it, it lives down here. We know that it's not just this clown. We know it's something else. So it leads them to the monster's lair, and then this gives way to the um, the very uh, the, the much discussed controversial ending, with the uh, the the famous the infamous spider monster. The ending sucks. Also, just to it com- sucks. comment also on all the adults when Stanley finds out. I mentioned a second like uh, earlier, but like when Stanley finds out that it is back when he gets the call, instead of going to Derry, he takes his own life. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Well, because he he was always the one who wouldn't accept it the most right. in both movies. You know, right. he like really couldn't. He had a, a lot of trouble dealing with what was happening. Right. He Moisa he was the last stuff. one to see it. Yeah. Yeah. He was and he was the last one to sign up to like to go and take it down. Um. Right. The the ending, I it it is troublesome, especially because mm-hmm. you see Tim Curry. Tim Curry's a very compelling. Um. Pennywise. Yeah. You know, he's pretty creepy. Uh, yeah. Just, he's great. Destroy the world's eater of children. <laughs> like, he's, his lip movements yeah. are so disturbing. Way, yeah. The way he, like, he can work his face with yeah. that makeup on, it's great. And his, it's the, great. His, his, the way his eyes look all bloodshot with yeah. the makeup, he just, he's uncomfortable to look at. Yeah. He's horrifying. And he tries yeah, he to is. do, like, he does his gallows humor, which, I mean... I could do that. That's kind of like a, the biggest thing. Uh, I guess not to get into the contrasting too much right now, but like in the humor and uh, focus is uh, the focus and humor is on the kids in the new one, where like it's a lot more focused on Pennywise and like uh, him for types of like weird humor and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I mean he. You know, I read some like review. You got Tim Curry. You got to use the shit out of him. He's right. definitely making the most on that movie. Oh, yeah, he's, no, ha- he's, he's having so actor. he's having so much fun. Yeah, um, a fun he's like little it. blurb I read was when he was filming the very first scene where he's in the series. Like, hiya, Georgie. Yeah, and Georgie had to be like, Tim, like you're scaring me. You yeah, know? Like, and, and he was like, well, I am an actor being paid to scare you. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so you could tell he was just in character, and um, apparently people on the set like avoided him and stuff. And there's that. Have you ever seen that meme of? Uh, him in full clown face in a graveyard with an umbrella smoking a cigarette. No, no. Oh, yeah. It's like an actual onset image, and the meme is something. That's awesome. Like, um, when you're the class, when the class clown of, of your crew, like, is in a bad mood or something like that. <laughs> um, so, uh, but I read this review, and it was kind of like, you know, it's like, I, I think that people, for nostalgia's sake, are inserting more of Tim Curry into the movie than there actually was. I think there is a lot of it. I, I comparing, think there's more Pennywise in the new com- one than there was uh, in the original. I don't Well, I guess because it's so long. I think a lot more Pennywise in the new one. Mm, you might be right. I mean, and that, and we'll, I, we'll get I, to that, the finales later, okay. but I think the finale but proves that, that point. That might be true, I guess, because, because, like, because that's a memorable part. Like, Tim Curry, I think, is by far the best part Pennywise about the original it, Pennywise is it. Pennywise it, is, yeah. is the movie. Yeah. The movie is about who plays Pennywise. Yeah. And... It, 
I think and Tim Curry makes it. Tim, Tim Curry Tim makes Curry that movie great. good. Yeah. Well, while there yeah, are a lot of other failings in acting in the movie, but he is but the he consistent. makes it right. But yeah, to that point, in the end, he turns into this giant spider creature, which he's is just, in the he's thing. not in the, the in the third and act, it's, and it's just it's very it deflates it so yeah. much. Oh yeah, which is I think what happens in the book, but for that movie to have like these five like shitty actors dealing with this giant, dumb looking. A uh, slow-moving spider. Spider. I mean, it lo- thing. It's, it's like Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah. It looks very. It's a very cheesy blend. I, it is an actual puppet, but it's also a little bit of like stop motion or something. Yeah. It just it, it it comes out of left field. Cause, and because when they're facing it as kids, he's Pennywise, and it's right. it's cool. It's like a real kind of like battle. It feels right. like, and I don't know. Yes. To, to take to take that part out of it is is frustrating. I think it does work in the book, but when you, it's such a compelling role, and you have to get someone really good in the role to make him just a giant spider like that is, it's not what you you never known him as that for the whole movie. So right. like what him you have no connection to this battle that's happening right now. Exactly. If you how can you make the the main? And I think that's just a, that's a fundamental just kind of issue with. With, with the source material, with how it is. I yeah. mean, if the whole point, yes, it is supposed to be a shape-shifting monster, but, you know, let's be real. It's Pennywise. Pennywise yeah. is what scared the kids. That's what the kids are fighting. That's what they're getting back to fight. To have them all get back together and have this final showdown be a completely different thing is just a bit random and a bit weird. I um, hope they understand that for the second part. I'm very curious to see how that's going to happen you do, in you the, do the get a little, chapter two. you get a little bit of it in this new movie. A little bit. You, his you, his yeah. arms turn into... With spider legs for a very short amount of time. Yeah, like when they're attacking. The finale him. of this one is yeah. them versus Pennywise, but yeah, it, yeah, but he does. He gets his arms turn into the, these weird, yeah. crabby spider legs, and he starts attacking right. with them. And you're like, oh, whoa! Yeah. And you're like, but oh, that's a, kind of a sneak preview, I think, right. of like what his final form right. is. And so mm-hmm. yeah, so it, it let it, it was a letdown for a lot of the audience, and I and just for sake of comparing evil clown characters. I felt like it was very similar to my one kind of complaint about The Dark Knight, um, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. But it, the movie was about the Joker. You know, it was yeah. it was his movie, obviously. You wanted to see just that, him and Batman. And for a movie that had so many I- intense dynamics and clashes and conflicts, it, it just kind of deflated at the end. There was not this huge climax. Like, yeah, the Joker and Batman kind of fought each other a little bit on a building, and there was this confusing boat bomb situation. But it kind of just ended aimlessly with, um, spoiler alert, with the Joker, Heath Ledger's just Joker, just there, just hanging, and yeah, and and I get and like his whole monologue, I get it, and it was cool, and it's like this is what happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. The whole point, I, I we're destined to do this forever, and that's yeah. the Batman of the Joker. They are and the you wanted, each other's you yang. wanted to bring him back for the next movie, which I think was kind they of they did, play, right? But it still right. makes for like a, a kind of a shitty climax. It just wasn't a great climax, yeah. you know, and it just kind of ended, and then the actual movie went on to to, to end with like Two Face, and that just wasn't. That wasn't the point of the movie. So anytime yeah. you kind of do that, you, you gotta if you're gonna make the villain that good and make it that central point of a movie, you gotta follow through with it. You, you can't you be need in, to if you can't you got, be in switch. No, no. We already have, have to we're give them connected. a serious right. You gotta give them give them a, a give them a little bit of honor. If they're 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 obviously gonna lose to the good guy, but let them go out with a little dignity. Yeah, and that certainly didn't happen with the miniseries. Yeah. So that's yeah. So. We'll see. It. I'm very curious to see what happens. Chapter two is supposed to be about of all the kids coming back as adults. Um, I, I hope they find a middle ground with it, where they they make it like maybe he turns into it for a little bit and then goes back to the clown for like a, some type of at least final right 
I think it's going to be. Did, did, with, did yeah. you see um, the movie uh, Wreck It Ralph? Yes. Do you like that movie? Yes. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, Wreck It Ralph. Um, it, the, it it also has like a villain that's revealed at the end. There's mm-hmm. like revealed to be this this made the the, the one of the ra- the old school video games, mm-hmm. and he becomes this giant spider thing. But he still has the face, uh, like the head on its character. Yeah. So it did like a. Re- I thought that like what you it did a good job of what you just said. It yeah. became this giant manifestation of like this holy shit, like the the climax evil monster. But it still retained. It had the head and it had this the voice and the and the humor. Yeah. And it worked. Re- it was a great climax. Like, yeah, and, like and what, it really what if, worked. What well. if the spider DNA from Gremlins two gets dumped on Pennywise? So it's just like half clown and like half spider. Yeah. I'm you know into it. Yeah. Oh yeah, they can do so much with it. So, um, and I and that's why I'm curious. But then again, I I don't know how how it ended. Do you know how the book ends? Can we get into that a little bit? Um, because what I'm, I from I'm what really I've sure heard, it's it's it un ends. it's quote unquote unfilmable. Really, that's what people have said. I don't know. I don't know. I know he does take a kind of a form like that, but that's also not even necessarily his true form. His true form is almost kind of like Lovecraftian in the way that it's almost unknowable that it's like an okay. endless stream of light with like insane hair. Right. You know, because he's like mostly made of these these deadlights and stuff. Right. You also get power from like this other being that does battle with Pennywise. Really? Like, the turtle. Like it was like kind of uh, like yes. a creator of the universe. Like he is a force of evil right. and the turtle is a Oh, that so. ties in. Oh, I, I've I've heard that this exists literary in the literary sense in the in the same universe as the Dark yes, Tower. Yes, in Stephen King's macroverse, like you can kind of point to Pennywise and and the turtle in a lot of different ways for a lot of different references. Okay. Um, but I don't know. So they gonna get into this turtle shit in, the, in chapter two? I doubt it. I doubt it. I think that'd be too much. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be too much of another layer. Uh-huh. Uh If they do. I think they might get into more lore of Pennywise, but I doubt they'll bring the turtle into it at all. Interesting. I mean, that to me sounds cool. Like to have yeah. this whole concept of that he is an evil entity that's existed from the beginning of time. You're gonna make this a two part movie, man. Go big. You got time. Give us. Go ambitious with it. Yeah. Don't give us a, a a a CGI spider. You know that's not what you want. I don't. I don't think they will. But go big with it. Yeah. Try something new. The, the, you already know what doesn't. What didn't work. Exactly. Yeah. So. I'm curious to see. Cool. So, I mean, so right before we move into talking about the next one, I got to ask you, so what would uh, Pennywise look like to you if he was trying to torture you? Like my greatest fear? Yeah, yeah. What would he manifest as? It would, it's tough, man. You know, my, for me, like my fears for me are kind of like sharks and shit. Yeah underwater shit same it would be something like i you know if i'd be out like at a on a dock for some reason maybe with some chum mm. and i'd see like some fucking giant fin coming at me yeah and some giant, the same. or know. like a room filling up with water or something like that yeah something like that or or like uh like a six-year-old kid knocking on my door and he's like daddy right. you know what i mean he's that, like yeah. he's like can i have money yeah <laughs> no no right Please no, God, why? Yours would just be yeah. a little boy. Yeah. Yours would be Georgie. Yeah, so yeah, Georgie is my son. I'm, yeah. I'm Georgie Valley. <laughs> um, yeah, probably a shark. Hell yeah, dude. Sharks and water, that's what we're both. All right, yeah, they look can at us. us. They can get us both at the same time. <laughs> not if we're together. Yeah, not if we're together and we believe in each other. Right. And I believe in you, buddy. Thank you. Same. Hell yeah, bro. I also believe in me. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> um. um. All right, right, we're getting to the new it. it. Okay, it too. 
Or no, it's just it. Just it. <clears throat> the first one is technically called Stephen King's It. This mm-hmm. is just it. Um, so this uh, is directed by Andy uh, Muschietti. Andy uh, Muschietti. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the writer Chase Palmer and Carrie uh, Fukunaga w- wrote the screenplay. And it stars... Uh, I think she, I think I've heard people talk about her. I think she wrote Mama? Okay. Or something, which wasn't a good movie, but this movie rules. Mama? Yeah. With the 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 little the movie that came out with the little two German, or mm-hmm. the, the kid who lost his brother? Yes. I thought that was good. Oh, no, that's... I didn't like it. With good. the skinny ghost mama. Yeah, I like that's that. That's okay. Oh, no, I, I'm thinking of... Am I thinking of Mama or Goodnight Mommy I'm thinking of? You're thinking of Goodnight Mommy. Good oh, night. yeah, you're thinking of Goodnight Mommy. I like Goodnight Mommy. Two little German kids. This, I um, like that movie, too. No, this person. This is a Carrie Fukunaga is a guy. That was a guy. Did uh, Beasts of No Nation, Sin Nombre, um, True Detective though. Oh, okay. Looks like the first season. Of I don't True know what Detective. I'm thinking of them. Okay. Um, I'm a dumb so idiot. It stars uh, Bill Skarsgård, Jaden um, Lieberher, Finn Wolfhard, who is also from uh, Stranger Things. Um, it, it's it's mostly unknown kid actors, you know. Yeah. Um, it, J- Jaden Lieberher plays Bill. Jeremy Ray Taylor plays Ben Hanscom. Sophia Lillis plays Bev Marsh, and she's great. Finn Wolfhart plays Richie Tozier. He's great. Skarsgård and uh, Stranger Things get only people I knew. Yeah. Because he's he's Stellan Skarsgård's son. Right. His brother is an actor, too. Part of the other all actors. They're all all pretty good. He's a he's a creepy looking guy. Like I said, I saw him on Conan. He's got like these big displaced bug eyes. And he actually did the smile because he, it was pretty interesting. You know, he's telling like the anecdotes yes. about getting the part of Pennywise. Like he, it was in L.A. and he had to come. He, he said he did, you know, two auditions just dressed as himself, and the third callback was in clown face. Damn. And so he had to dress up in clown face. He needed to park on the street and walk to it. He's like he needs some <laughs> full clown garb, and so he, uh, he's like he, he's either gonna play it straight. And just walk. Excuse me, I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah. But instead, he just lived it up and just like, like, <laughs> like laughing yeah. at people. Like, that's fucking cool. Yeah, you gotta get pumped up. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was really cool. Um, he's good. He's in, uh, what's that Netflix show with the werewolf? He plays a vampire. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. And he's also in um, Atomic Blonde. He was pretty good in that. Okay. Oh, you saw that? Yeah, yeah. Why didn't you include that? Our oh, I forgot about it. Summer. Well, that sounds like it wasn't that good. It was good. I heard it was okay. John Wick director. It was good. Okay. Um,. But uh, and he he shows this little smile thing he does. He's like, yeah, I, I, ever since I was a kid, I could curl my lip and do the smile, and he does it. And you're like, yeah, oh my he god, can, he that can is drop, creepy. He can drop that middle lip. Yeah, the middle. He can. Uh, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I gotta say, yeah. You know, like I, I when I saw it. pictures, I was like, you know, like my my one thing with this movie was, I was like, just just don't make it like a just a big fucking darker scary 2017 version. You know, like when New Line Cinema was doing putting out all the reboots, the Friday Thirteenth, mm-hmm. the, the um, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot, and it was like what their whole every time they'd be like, "Well, this certainly isn't your mother's Nightmare on Elm Street," you yeah. know. And it's hey, like, not like you remember, huh? Right, and it's just like, man, it's like no, it sucks. The, it the original like Nightmare on Elm Street was <laughs> so <laughs> much better than the the new yeah. one. The new one, I really I, I noticed a lot of similarities between the Nightmare on Elm Street and it. You know, yeah. I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street came out in '88, didn't it? Or maybe yeah, even, I think that's or, a right. little earlier, late, mid to late '80s. And I know it was based on the fucking book, but they clearly were drawing from the success of that in that miniseries. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't want this new it to be like the new Nightmare on Elm Street, which I thought was like horrendous. And they just tried to make the character. They took all the humor out of Freddy, and they just kind of made him just scary Dark and just and mean. Edgy. 
and they kind of did that here. They did take out a little bit of humor, but I, they they did reinject like they they the fear the, basically my fears weren't realized with this movie. Yeah. I thought it was genuinely creepy and a genuinely good movie, and it didn't rely too much on that. Oh, we're just gonna get rid of everything campy. I, it does to an extent, but Pennywise was a new character in this one. It was a different kind of clown, mm-hmm. and it was a different kind of creepy. Which yeah. and it worked. It was way more straight up horror. Yes, which is actually kind of um, uh, a point of contention, I think, for uh, some people who really love the book. They're like, this is way more hard. Like, it's, I, be, I mean, it's a heady book. It's like a, like a one thousand one hundred pages. So yeah. like, there's not really there's that's like half there, a Harry there Potter. There are so many different ways you can boil down this book right. into a movie, and especially too, which is why I think this is going to be way more successful. Also, because like yes. you're doing these two separate stories, like long. This movie I felt like ran pretty long. It was like two hours it, and it, something. It was two hours right? and fifteen minutes. Yeah, it was pretty long, and like justifiably so. Though. And it went by quick too, yeah, man. It ended, break. and I was like, oh shit, that's it. Okay. But uh, but him as many was is great. Like a uh, yeah. great lip work, much like I said, Tim yep. Curry brought to the table. All yes. about it's uh, all about lip work when with Pennywise. When you're when you're wearing uh, makeup or any type of mask or something, yes. like you have to accentuate some type of like much your, like your face he, in like such Heath Ledger's way. the Joker. The whole thing is he's constantly licking his lips. Yeah, and they did that because That's he had be a prosthetic something. lip under on his face. So it looked scarred, and apparently it was it would really bother him in filming, and so that lipping, that lip licking thing was a nuance that he yeah. started to do, but then just developed it. it you know? something like yeah. Doug Jones. Doug Jones is like he does most of his, pretty much his entire career. He's a stoner his comic ma- his guy. Ma- his makeup. Doug Jones. No, no. He. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, I think he, he was. You're thinking of Doug Benson. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hey guys, I'm high. <laughs> Doug Jones is like Abe Sapien, and like oh oh he, yeah, he okay. does, and he is in he's in also like that Death Angel and Hellboy. He does mostly makeup work. He's so skinny. Right, uh, right, he right. is a uh, he's an alien in the new Star Trek series. The um, new, the, TV, the new series. TV series. Yeah, he's a main character. Oh, cool. Alien guy with all his makeup over him. He's okay. a great actor, but he's but mostly it's mostly. Uh, practical effects mm-hmm. makeup work that he does. Also, right. it helps because he's so fucking skinny. Like, so, yeah, you know, he's like, got he, an indie yeah, body. You can just build anything on this guy, and he's great. Um, but he did a good job of finding that thing to make himself stick out with his weird yeah. lip thing. Yeah, and, and the eyes, I loved in that first scene when his eyes just started to slowly, like, turn away from each other. Yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, uh, all right, cool. Yeah, it's a lot more frightening. I, yeah, uh, it's fucking terrifying. I it, okay. Let let's say right now. So who who do you prefer? I, I mean Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I, I loved this. I I thought Bill Skarsgård killed it. Like they really did something new with the character and way creepier. But it's something just about these this over this past week revisiting it and watching it. There's just something I don't know, man. I think there's a reason why like this movie is etched into people's brains. I think Tim Curry brought something to that character, yeah, much like Heath Ledger's Joker, that really kind of grabbed people. I don't think I don't know if this is gonna have that effect. I mean, maybe, and it's obviously too early to tell. Yeah. I don't know who who would you pick. It, it's it's hard. It's just it's so hard to say because of how long that original movie is. Because yeah. that's like it's like three hours long. Although this was two hours, but I I think. In the miniseries, he has so much more to say. Mm-hmm. He does. Uh, he's more vo. If maybe you don't wh- see wh- him as much, which he, he speaks more. Which is why I kind of like you can get endeared to Tim Curry a little more. But I don't necessarily think that makes him better mm. than Bill uh, Skarsgård. Sorry, I keep yeah. burping here. It's okay. Let it out. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for your understanding. <laughs> it's I, uh, hey man. 
Um, but I don't know. I guess I will say Tim Curry because he is great, and especially because of the backboard of a lot of other people being horrible. Right. It's a lot easier to like him. <laughs> it's true. But Tim Curry, he is a fucking great actor, dude. Yeah. Like, you can't... It's hard to, it's hard to throw a stick it, at him. It, it's hard to... He's and it's so hard good. because now that this movie has been around for decades, yeah. man. This movie... that He fucking... I had nightmares about him when I was a kid, so... It would have it would have been kind of impossible for them to do a better job. Yeah. So I'm glad they took it in a different direction. The, mo- the movie I think is better. I think I, overall as a movie, it's definitely better. I think it is by a lot. I think so too. By a lot, dude. But but yeah. yeah but Bill, he, he can't fill those shoes. But he did. He, I mean, but he did. He did. He's just not. He better. did his own thing. He's he's great. He's just not better I mean, than Tim Curry. Because Tim Curry. And, and I hate to keep uh, beating a dead clown here. Yeah. But um, with the Heath Ledger thing, it was the same thing. There was yeah. uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker had been so iconic by the time The Dark Knight came out. They knew that they couldn't replicate it, so they went. Uh, they did a, a totally different. Yeah. A different spin on it, but I mean, I don't want to get too deep in that conversation. But I do think Heath Ledger is a way better Joker than Jack Nicholson. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I, so I do too. Thing. There yeah. there was totally different thing, but t- I mean, what he did with, with that movie, with that role was I don't it think it's, it's never been done with a yeah. villain before. It's crazy. Um, it, but so it, you know, it, it, it's cool. It, it's nice to see when Hollywood can can take risks, uh, or when a big studio can take a risk on totally changing it up. You know, like with the new Fre- Freddy Krueger, they did that, but it didn't work. Um, with Jackie yeah. Earl Haley. He was a little great actor, but the movie was just stupid. I don't know, just lame. It was stupid. It's a lame movie, and it was a Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger couldn't exist in any time that wasn't the '80s. I mean, he was just a great '80s villain. I mean, if you try to remake him now, nobody could do what Robert England did with that role. You know, so you gotta you gotta do something different. It's not the thing with remakes. I know we probably we probably harped on this a lot, but like most times when they remake something, people they don't they fundamentally don't understand why that movie people were attracted to that movie in the first place. Right. When they remake it, like when you re- remake Point Break, Point Break that was an accident. The movie that was that movie was good on accident. Right. Like it was never <laughs> supposed to be good. They don't like it because yeah. the plot is awesome. They like yeah. it because Keanu Reeves is like one of his first acting roles and right. he's awful. Yeah. And Gary Busey is it's the beginnings of de- dementia. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And fucking and yeah, Patrick right, Stewart, right, yeah. it's it, or not Patrick Stewart, uh, Patrick Swayze. He's the only one who's like really acting the shit of that movie, yeah. and it's his best role by far for all the oh, yeah. other corny shit he's done. Oh yeah, like it was this in the Red Hot Chili Peppers or anything. Like, yeah. it's a, like <laughs> the Keaton movies, is, yeah. the movies fucking crazy. Yeah, it's the movie's insane. It's bonkers, and the, the story isn't why. Like the script is not why. It was this happy accident of all these. Right. All these like in, insane actors giving these ridiculous performances right. that were just so awesome. Right. It, it all just melted together. But like, don't remake it and think like people are gonna love this remake of Point Break with actors that nobody knows because it's a great story. To and tell. They, they they try to make it an right. action sport. It's a fucking yeah. snowboarding video. You know, yeah. I I, I didn't see it, but I the, the commercials were enough. You know, that's like it's you know it, it, when you re when you choose to reboot a classic thing, it's like the thing was classic for a reason. So they try to. It make it more topical. Well, well, this is about this is about nine eleven. You know, yeah. it's like everything now is it, it's gonna be about nine eleven, or it's gonna be about like, you know, like co- I don't know, conservatism or whatever other s- global warming movies and all this other fucking shit. We have Why wasn't with. the new Ghostbusters more about nine eleven? All the ghosts that are in New York now. That's a great question. I yeah. don't know. But don't you know you don't have to just tap into something politically or something. That's happening right now. Just do something different. Yeah. And you're going to come up with something that's a bit more timeless if you're not consciously trying to be about, well, this is about the nine, this is about 99% is what this is about. Just, fu- just fuck off with the, with that shit. Yeah. Like, if fuck off with your allegories. Just just try something new. 
try and, and and if it doesn't don't don't rehash and don't try and make this fucking new like political statement just just try something new and and they did movie. that yeah. and they did that um and I, and i and i i'm thankful for it the, the acting in this like all the way through all the way across the board it's great. Fantastic. It's so much better. The acting is so much better than the original. And especially the top three, I, I mean, I guess. I love, uh, I think, Eddie. He, number, the new, the new, one the new Eddie is great. Number he's, one again. Again, he's the best. Yeah, Eddie, I, best, best character. And I, I was talking to my brother. I was like, man, I'm going to be so pissed if the new Eddie sucks. Yeah. And yeah. he was great. He was so different, but he was awesome. Yeah, he was way different, I think, than in the miniseries. His name's Jack Grazier. He's Jack Dylan Grazier. Absolutely fantastic. He's great. I'm excited to see some more stuff uh, from him. Then Beverly would be my number two. She, yeah, me too. Jeremy, um, oh, sorry, no, uh, Sophia Lillis. Yeah. She was great. And then uh, Richie, Stranger Things kid. Finn. Finn he, Wolfhard. He killed it. That he's, he was so He's funny. just the new uh, the new so 80s kid. The thing, the, uh, the dialogue was great. Sometimes it bothered me because they kind of do like these like Alan Sorkin style of like um, talking to each y- other. Yes. Whereas it's just, like this super fast. A little too much. Which, which makes it like kid, kids don't time, really quite think that yeah, fucking fast. Yeah, they're not that sharp. No. But like they did this like yeah, it's like watching an episode of Newsroom where like everyone's <laughs> they're like talking so fast and they're all so clever. They're oh witty 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 right. witty. Like it's a little yeah. draining. Like I totally like, agree. Like, like fucking like uh, take, Bruh, it, take it down. Like I, I agree. Chill a little I agree a hundred percent. And that was like a, my a, a one small criticism yeah. I had. Because look, I can't knock these kids, man. I mean, they they acted the shit out of this, and yeah. they they were great. Um, but yeah, I it, yeah, I, it's so true with the, with the um, the what, what Aaron Sorkin me. shit overloading. It's me. too much, and it's just like, why you fuck your mother? And I, and, I, and you know, some people are like some people are like, oh well, the language is a little heavy, and I'm just like, look, man, like when I was a that's kid, how, me and that's how, me, we that's how we talk. when I was a kid, me and my friends like we were awful to each other. We we broke each other down. We were so mean to each other. We we found whatever the most scathing insecurity was and exploited it. But but we we were dumb. Yeah. We, we didn't talk like these kids. We but, we weren't coming up with fucking. You don't you don't come back. You don't got come up with a comeback. Like I wish quick. I could make so many like so many great like I fucked your mom jokes. Like, I, him, so like, so, so like, yeah. Non-stop. If you could go back, you'd be like, oh, I could burn that kid oh, so man. bad right now if I went back. It was so sick. I was a short kid, so you know I had to I had to use my wit. Uh, like yeah, it, if somebody picked on me, I would just really I would just say something way. They'd be like, "You're short," and I'd just be like, "Your dad's clinically depressed. Everyone yeah. knows that." <laughs> Aren't your parents divorced? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I I I, I, I I thought the profanity was fine, you know, and, yeah, and the way yeah, they talked and, and talk. 80s with all like the your mom jokes and shit, but but it was a little bit draining. I you know. Yeah. Hey, it's a small it's a small criticism because the acting was really good overall. It's um okay so like uh in this movie he is way more horrifying like the creatures are different like I which I think makes more sense they upgrade the time like it takes place the kids are in the eighties yeah. whereas so I thought it's it was in smart. the seventies or it 60s wouldn't it wouldn't have been as good if it was in the, the six, other one more relatable in eighties are hot right now anyways Strang- um, Stranger Things isn't yeah. it ironic Stranger Things borrowed from it and now the new it borrows from Stranger yeah. Things and uh, the circle of life. It, and especially for the creatures that he turns into for the fears, like in the book mm-hmm. and in oh. the miniseries, it's like old school monsters, like the like I was a teen werewolf and stuff like right. that. But uh, the leper uh, is one that's in the book, which they didn't do oh. the miniseries, and I thought that was the best thing. Um, that he turns e- e- into. Eddie, Eddie's, Eddie's fear, yeah, yeah. Eddie's. That was absolutely the best. horrible. The headless just lo- and when the way he talked, he's like, "The thing I saw, it was a walking fucking infection." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that so, I fucking burst out. Uh, the the points in the movie where I burst out laughing it was all Eddie lines. Yeah. 
These <laughs> these are gazebos. <laughs> it's bullshit. <laughs> I was Amazing. Died. dead, dude. I died. Uh, meanwhile, dead, like dude. we saw this in a crowded theater with a lot of basic white people. And there was like the girl behind me was like laughing every time Bill was stuttering, you know. But then like what? Oh, what, what, what do you mean laughing? Yeah, just like <laughs> idiot, you know. But then like Eddie would make some gold, and she's like, "Don't get it. Kids don't say fuck." <laughs> what I am, a couple things I am con- that I I didn't like about like the kid relationships and stuff. Um, I thought Mike brought in way too late. Like he is in the beginning a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then he kind of like shows up like really in like the half the last like half hour of the movie. I feel like he joins the losers. Club. Well, it was kind of, but that was kind of like the miniseries too. Mike is the last one to join. You don't really get that sense of camaraderie with him as you do with the other ones. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, Stanley. I thought they made him a, a pretty good. Uh, Wyatt like, Olaf. Like, um, is his name? Yeah, they made him. They made his character more as kind of like the outsider coward to kind of show yeah like he was so much more resistant than he was in uh the miniseries which kind of shows like how when he gets a call when he grows up and he commits suicide afterwards because he can't yeah handle it he can't handle it right he's always wanting to tap out Mm um yeah he was good i I thought he wasn't the strongest also her Um, uh bev kissing bill at the end, I thought was weird because I I, I, I like the thing of her liking Bill, but still Ben is the one. He's the one who wrote the poetry. Right. And so after she found out he wrote the poetry, she still kisses Bill. Right. Well, I thought they did a better job of that in the original one, actually. Like, I think so. You, you I think you, so. You could he, yeah. you could feel um you could feel Ben was a little bit more hurt by by Beverly not liking him in the original. And yeah. this one, he kind of just yeah, so just kind of like the smart facet. Yeah, but th- um, the kid who plays Bill in this one, Jaden uh, Lieberher, was mm-hmm. really good, man. He's like a really believable kid. Yeah, uh, and maybe it's just like he reminds me of somebody, but I can't like figure out who he is. I mean, the stuttering was better too. You know, he just he reminds he, me of the kid believe- in Heavyweights. I I haven't seen that. You've seen Heavyweights? No. the main actor in Heavyweights. Oh, okay. Um, he was really good though. You really like- sympathize for him, man. You yeah. really felt like. His kid has lost his brother, and, and and that he's still looking for the brother. There's still like that, that little bit of hope that made him just kind of like a very um, relatable, likable character. Oh wait, you're talking about Bill or Ben? Um, I'm talking about Bill, the oh, main oh, the main character, gosh, gotcha. the little the the, the main cool. guy with the stuttering guy. Yeah, he was good. He was good, but both of them though. Like, yeah, yeah. The the whole um, yeah, he's missing. He's not dead. Thing I think they harped on. Yeah, it was um. Much. That's kind of like in, in both of them. I feel like that's yeah, you know, like that that that's just kind of a, a newer trope with horror movies too. Like when we're talking about reboots, like in the the rebooted Friday Thirteenth that came out in two thousand nine, I think mm-hmm. it was like it was based on a mystery of a kid finding a sister because mm-hmm. sister was gone. It's like I, you don't you don't need that obvious of of uh, of a plot point to sympathize with a kid. The kid doesn't yeah. have to be missing his brother, like looking for you know what i mean mm. and it, it, it worked as a plot device in this because the, the, he is holding he has to move on from his brother and in the finale he thinks he sees him they made it work i don't know if it was necessary though yeah. to be in the movie mm-hmm. um but do you want to talk about the finale a little bit anything Dude, else you want to uh, talk about just like leading up to it uh, or anything just else in the movie? A, a couple two yeah, like, yeah like two things really um oh, man, one thing is like I was saying before with the general lore of the entire thing of the poisonous cloud that seems to be over 
um, you know, dairy and the history too. Like uh, Ben re- is reading about, you know, the thing, the the iron plant exploding during Easter and all the kids dying, and then he's chased by like the headless Easter kid, like right. all these hot eggs. Like that was really cool. Yeah, and uh, and you get a better sense of Pennywise wanting these people to be afraid and like. Uh, not necessarily what the rules are, but but the fact that he really needs them afraid, especially right. when they're in the house and he has Eddie and he's about to eat Eddie, but he's still he's just fucking with him just to make him more afraid, like pretending he's about his fingers off and just like that was I think that was my favorite scene is him when like when Eddie falls through the floor. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and then the other kids are locked upstairs. Uh, but Pennywise is just like he's about to eat him, and he's just fucking with him, right? Because he's just like Eddie's just screaming, and he's just like trying right. to make him as afraid as he possibly right. can, because like he he loves it. Yeah, like yeah, that was he wants really that disturbing. right before he he's got the him. broken arm. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, what they they don't establish as much is the fact that the he does need them to be afraid in order to harm them because in the miniseries when Bowers is older he goes to Bowers and he's like I need you to hurt them because you can kill them no matter what right I can get them even if they half believe in me but they have to like kind of believe Mm -hmm. that I can hurt them but you you can do it uh which is also a weird thing for Bowers because in also the miniseries He's not originally motivated by Pennywise to kill them, which is kind of fucked up. He's just like, right, yeah. I'm going to go in the sewer and I'm murder seven kids. <laughs> like, like with his friends. And they're like, 60s bullying they're, was yeah, a whole different yeah, game. Yeah, they're like, I don't know, Bowers. Like, do you really want to do this? He's like, oh, yeah, let's go murder these kids, <laughs> these children. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Like, it's pretty nonchalant. And uh, But in the new one, uh, Pennywise kind of motivates him. And I love his mullet. And I love a switchblade. Yeah, he is great. And he's he fucking kills creepy. his dad. Yeah, it was and, intense. Uh, it's pretty wild, and it does show the poison cloud even more so because because Mike lives outside of town. You know, he's are you talking about like a physical poisonous cloud that they? Well, show I'm in just movie? saying, like metaphorically, metaphorically like yeah. like that, like it, it makes these people like this because Mike mm-hmm. lives outside of town, and his grandfather is like like you're going to be on one one side of this, right? You know, you gotta watch yourself. Like, there's something bad going on. Um, yeah. So no, I think they established that pretty well. Also, yeah. uh, one big beef I have, one giant beef, to be honest with you. It, all right, we all float down here. Mm-hmm. Great, right? Symbolic line, cool thing. Yeah. Did not need them to actually fucking float <laughs> down there. Yeah, didn't need it. He didn't need it. Yeah. It was a horrifying thing to say. It's like, oh yeah. It's like you, yeah. It means we're gonna, you're gonna die. <laughs> and what, what, like it, it's a creepy thing to say. I don't need that to manifest itself in literally a bunch of bodies fucking floating in the but goddamn is, isn't sewer that sky. Just so 2017 uh, of it. Yeah, and what, it really is. And, and, and the, like, the marketing uh, of it. Well, what does it mean then? What would they say? It doesn't matter. I, know, I, I agree 100. Uh, percent And the marketing. Throw up. It, it, it harbored so hard on the you'll float too and you'll mm-hmm. float down here. That was all yeah, over the marketing. That's a great, cool, creepy thing to say. I love it. It's great in a because yeah. if you get the reference and like of the original and the original is they cool float they all float Dude, it's so creepy the way oh, he's saying Jim it Curry says he, that's he's so like getting like him, sexually though. like titillated yeah. when he says it. he's like they all his float his lip quivers yeah oh my horrifying God. you're like what does that mean you float yeah <laughs> I love that, and I love, and I and I thought all the marketing of like the you'll float too is just mm-hmm. like kind of 
heart, you know, like getting back to the nostalgia. And I was like, you know, that's really cool. But yeah, I mean, all the kids are fucking floating. Why are they floating? Yeah, stupid. Doesn't eat them. And they they yeah. they, they get up and they pull her down. Yeah. Go on, guys. We can get her down. She's like, only floating. Like, she can just float a little bit, and that's fine. Floating. Look at the actually, floating isn't yeah, scary. Yeah, yeah, but I don't the need, line is. I don't need a, an entire whirlwind of kid bodies. <laughs> I know. Fucking and dead okay, kid bodies. Okay, and can we talk about this for a second? So the whole thing is he gets back and he sees the ghost of Georgie, and he he overcomes the the death of his brother by, you know, cattle prod to the head. I mean, yeah, s- yeah. standard getting over sibling loss. And um, but you know, so what? So he gets over it and. Okay, and he was right. It turned out to be Pennywise just manipulating him. But then when they defeat Pennywise and all the kids start floating down, they're like, let's head out of here. Don't you maybe want to see if your brother was floating as well with all the other kids? No? No, you're fine. No, I've already moved on. He has no arm. You can't float with one arm. I was like, really? And I thought he was going to find his brother. I thought that was going to be a thing. I thought so, too. You did, too. I thought so, too. I didn't think when he was talking to the kid and he had, and he killed the kid because it was Pennywise. I knew that wasn't the kid. Yeah. But all the bodies started floating down. I'm like, oh, he's gonna get his brother back. Okay. Yeah, he's gonna have moments. And when they just start walking, they walking. Around. It's it's like <laughs> like the equivalent of walking away to like with your back to an explosion. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, guys. As like yeah. kids just float to yeah, the ground. Yeah, a bunch of child bodies just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> they don't float gently. They all just like fall. And was that ever right. explained why they were floating? Oh, it doesn't matter. That it's, was it's so hand-fisted. That meets, that, that's like, a well, big gripe that I have, we got to explain what this means. 2017, they're going to be asking, what does we float? They're going to be asking, well, they say now they're going to float. I, I didn't see anybody float. Did you? Yeah, a lot no. of float talking here. Yeah, it's going to be a criticism. They're going to walk out and be like- See him in New Line hey, Cinema. Hey, but what a fucking <laughs> shitty movie. Not a single person fucking floated, huh? The whole movie, hey, you got this clown. The clown says, you'll float. Okay, I wanted someone to float. Yeah. Someone's gonna float, or someone's gonna pay. I'm gonna get my fucking yeah, money like, back yeah, if at least me. one kid's I not floating. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna float. Oh, so stupid. Are they I talking know. to me? Are they saying that I'm gonna float? You I know, won't float. You know that studio notes. You know it is. Fucking. Float. <laughs> what would be cool is if in the, in the sequel it's like a twister of kids. Yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah. aggressively, I'm like. Maelstrom, oh yeah. fuck! They're you'll, spinning now. You'll, you'll spin down here. <laughs> um. The ending is sick though. I like I I, yeah, well, I like, uh, kids floating aside. It was a good. <laughs> I, it was a good finale. I, I like his um, because he is Pennywise the dancing clown. I like how they did an absolutely uh, honestly horrifying uh, dance number, where the the big box and it pull and it it slams oh, down yeah. and he's like, yeah, and it's yeah. like the camera's all crazy and like it's very Japanese oh, horror man, when he's kind of like contortionist. His whole thing's pretty Japanese hard. The way he attacks, yeah. he kind of like comes at you, yeah. yeah, like yeah. I thought that was cool. Like seizures out. I thought it was pretty horrifying. I liked it, and I liked the fact that he was like running and chasing them yeah. a lot and shit. There was a lot of running and chasing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, it ends, and they all go and make their fucking promise that we'll. Hey guys, if this movie makes enough money, we'll come back for the sequel, right? Yeah. And guess what? It sure did. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> You'll float too, yeah, bud. Don't yeah. worry. Chapter two you is You think that's coming. what they'll call it? You'll float number two. That would be so dope. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. It doesn't have a release date. I don't know if there's any info I know, I on it. I heard it's 2019. Okay. But yeah, these if they're going to understand the criticisms of the first one, they're going to look real hard at who they want to cast as these adults. So let's get into because um, the kids again were so great. The, it, it, how how are you gonna how, are you, how are you gonna you know you know top that? Um, it, it's saying here, um, uh, IMDb just says it chapter two chapter two takes place twenty seven years later. Hey, 
The Losers Club has split up and started their own happy lives until a devastating phone call brings them back together where it all started. It's supposed to be still directed by Andy uh, Muschietti. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, keep the same team, baby. Keep it going. Right. So let's. Um. So there's nothing. No, not much I- info on this. Um. I posed a question. Does anyone have any questions on social media? Should we get into a okay, couple yeah, of those yeah, for the end here? Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> um. My friend Harrison writes, "Why did they cut out Beverly's rape scene?" That's a great question. Um. Oh. Um. Well, <laughs> I. <laughs> I think they heavily implied. Uh. As uh, in the miniseries, they kind of just implied uh like uh, is it, I'm, uh, I'm assuming he's, re- like, he's referring to the father yeah physical violence towards yeah. her in this in the new one i think they definitely heavily imply the, uh, the childhood like se- sexual violence against yes. her by her father yes yes um the whole child um beating kind of aspect was way more prevalent in the sequel yeah yeah um, cause you're my, you're my girl still, right? You're not with any other boys. Like, right, right. like, oh my God, I was dude. awful. Yeah. Awful. Horrifying. Okay. Devin P. Hanley writes it kids versus stranger things. Kids, which losers are cooler? Uh, it kids. Stranger things kids are, are cool. I do. It kids. Loved, I love Dustin so much. Yeah, I do from too. Stranger things. It kids gets it for me because of Eddie. Yeah. I think so. I it, don't like it, any of the Stranger Things as much as Eddie. It's not necessarily fair because there's more of them. There's more to choose from. There's a lot mm-hmm. more uh, relationships and things going on here. Um, but it is close. I'd love the Stranger Things kid. And, and Dustin is my shining star. And, I, and I'm and i super excited for the second season of Stranger yeah. Things. I watched the first season twice. I can't fucking wait. Hell yeah. Um, Vin Puglis asked, did the original It also give you nightmares from age 8 to 12? Asking for a friend who thought It lived under his bed. No, I didn't see it until I was an adult. But I mean, for me, yes. But like, yeah, that's all a way a lot of people relate to this movie is seeing yeah. it as a kid and it's horrifying clown, right? And I think mostly because like it is, he focuses on children. It's not like just a monster that can kill anyone. Like it wants. And what's cool you. is the way it that wants it wants to torture you. And the, right, it, it's you malevolent. Know? It adds yeah, a level. So, of ma- so when you're a child, it must be absolutely horrifying. And the way that you that know? taps into now, you think about it, man. It's like you know, it's not 27 years later, but it's like. We all grew up. We were kids terrified by this clown. Now we're all adults, and it's back. <laughs> I mean, it's like kind of mirrors the movie. Well, wait, is it 27 I mean, how long? Years Na- later? 1990 to 2017. It is 27 years later. It's literally, actually. It's literally 27, 27 years, years later. later. Yeah. Was that uh, on purpose? Or I was don't that know. A happy accident? <laughs> I don't know, but it is. Good thing you're getting That's mad. awesome, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But it, it, it's interesting how that actually it works like that. I mean, how yeah. many kids were, were scarred by fucking this clown and went to go see this movie and now we're fucking terrified again. It's that long that long play that's marketing that, technique. That's that long game shit. Yeah, yeah. Bravo. Don't look too deep. Um cool. So d- I I would say let's do a rating for this one and just like which do you prefer? Okay. You know, yeah, we don't have to like rate the original one because it, it's hard for me to rate both because there, I, I really like the original one, and I, and there's the elements Sorry, of I the like. nostalgia factor. It's got the the nostalgia think, effect is hard. To I think we should. I think we should okay. rate both. Right, and regardless of your nostalgia goggles, I think you should be honest with yourself, and you should okay. rate it. I'll give. I will give the original one a um, six point five. Okay. Because I think the second half fails so hard, mm-hmm. but Tim Curry is so great. Yeah. And the kids aren't that bad. Some of them are okay. Like, two of them are good. You yeah. know? Um, and I don't know. Just watching the, the fact that it's a 90s miniseries, yeah. I don't, it's so hard for that to have been super good. Like, if it yeah. was a real movie or something like that, it would have. I think it would have had a lot more potential to be a lot better. 
But like in retrospect, trying to watch that movie now, I it feels a little dated. You can really tell that Very like dated. like the potential there was kind of squandered by the fact that it was on Fox during yeah. like at like seven o'clock. Right. You know, it, it's weird that it was a miniseries. Right. Um. Right. Okay. So six point five. Yeah. What, what do you rate the new one? Um, I'll give it. I'll give it an 8.5. I'd like to watch it cool. a second time. Yeah. I don't think I can really decide on how I feel about it until I watch it another time. Okay. Um, Yeah. Any final but, thoughts? That, but, it, I mean, it, it's great. The dialogue is great. Uh, it's very funny. But yeah. it's, But still, it's a, a, a little too thick. Yeah. Um, Skarsgård's great. It's really horror. They really leaned into the it being a fucking horror movie, yeah, which I think is good and is fantastic for the genre. Yeah, so I'm excited about that alone. Like, yeah, totally. Even if I didn't like it, I'd be really excited that this just did well. Yes, you know, absolutely agree. Um, I'm in a similar boat, you know. For the original one, I'm gonna give it like a seven point five. Okay, a little higher, but I mean, I I echo your sentiments. Um, it, it's just the the cheese. It, it's not really good. It's yeah. it's very cheesy. But there's something about it that affected me as a kid that's that still holds up. Um, and Tim Curry's acting as Pennywise is so good that it is rewatchable. I would watch yeah. this movie once a year. It was great. Tim and Curry dive back into it. Can't fucking. So, you can't stop him. I would give it yeah somewhere seven point five eight range. Nice. You know. Um, and then the uh, the new one I would give also an eight point five. Okay. Um, you know, I, 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 it's just a well-made horror movie. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't rely on cheap shit to, to work. It's a, it doesn't. There are some jump scares, but it's like they didn't jumps, bother me. They were jump scares, but they right, they didn't bother you because well, they were that's legitimately just horrifying. Besides, it. they were jump scares. Yeah. Man, the the annoying thing about jump scares is when there's no setup. When it's just bam, yeah. loud noise. Yeah, these were set up, and like that's it, true. There and was they suspense were real. and tension. To they every were jump real. Scare. Yeah. It's like a jump scare, and it's like, oh, then Pennywise has your throat. It's not like, oh, right. uh, a cat. That was the biggest jump scare of the movie, you know what right? I mean? When she turns around, Pennywise grabs her neck. Yeah. People were jumping out of it. Yeah. I was up in the top row just surveying the theater, watching people kind of come to grips what, after what, that. It was which great. I, yeah, which I guess is the problem with real jump scares is like, oh, open the cabinet, and loud noise, nothing yeah. there. It's like, oh, no, it's Pennywise. You need, like, a, you, right. you, know? you need a setup. You need yeah. a setup. And it worked. Um. Oh, and a quick thing just about the, the music. Um. The music, the, music, was, the, the music in the original was so bad. Dude, it, it won an Emmy for best what? score. I what? What are you? Are you kidding? I liked it. Oh my god! The creepy god. Ho- circus music. Oh, it's great. Oh, oh I didn't. I, I didn't it. like it. But I gotta say, I prefer the music, the score in this one, in the new one. It is w- very. I wasn't paying much much attention to the music while well, I was watching it. That that theme kind of kept playing. Um, uh, the very first scene with with Georgie just running after the boat in the rain and that music's playing. I, I was like, yeah, this is really good. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, hey, it, encouraging. You know that. I, I mean, ob- you know, it's encouraging. Like we 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 like to see when movies like like get out, well made horror movies do well. I think it did well in part to the nostalgia factor and how yeah. much. I mean, that's kind of brilliant that it was twenty seven years later, and it really still has an effect on kids. But it was cool to see that they did uh, some original shit, it, even if some ideas didn't work, like the floating kids. The Pennywise was still really creepy and really good, and and I keep wanting to watch it again and and really like hear his accent as Pennywise and just yeah. dig into. It's like Heath Ledger's Joker or Tim Curry's Pennywise. You it, you you, you, wanna balloon? Balloon? Yeah. Like, yeah, you wanna just keep seeing it. Yeah, you wanna just keep seeing it. You wanna every time he's not on screen, like a like a great monster, you wanna keep seeing more of it. 
Um, and and I, I thought that, yeah, they did a great job of that. I'm, I'm really excited about Chapter 2, and I'm really happy that this went off with uh, the, the – it had the success it did that we can ensure – uh, part two, because I think it's really depressing what's going on with the Alien franchise right now. Yeah. To touch into our last episode, that Covenant didn't quite do well enough to where, if Ridley Scott has to end his franchise on that confusing clusterfuck of a movie, that's <sighs> Just let him. End that's it. that's disappointing. That's just dis- more disappointing. I think. Let him try to fucking end it, man. It, it's it's a gamble when movies do this. When, when studios go, oh yeah, we they want to franchise everything. They want to make the most money out of everything. But you, it could be like The Hobbit, and you just make three fucking agonizing True. movies. But, but if you let or something if it like pays happen, off, you but, but, it's really but fuck works. Ridley. If you want to continue the franchise, I say just throw the stick to another person. Get him out of there. Well, they could have like, with Neil Blomkamp, and he didn't allow. But that yeah. that's that's but a different that's knows? a different discussion. I don't know how. Point point is, I'm I'm happy to see that it had success, and and now they have I think some creative freedom. Yeah. Now now. Um, this director can kind of, um, you know, they can be like, "Hey, man, it worked. Like, just go fucking." Do I, yeah, I think so. I think this was the the nail in the coffin for the new age of horror. With it being okay, they're like this w- w- between Get Out and this this year. They're like, "Oh yeah, you want to make a, like a high concept horror movie? Right. Fucking right. Yeah, here is the money. Fucking they, do it." You horror know? movies, like, they horror, so horror movies is. aren't be, aren't stupid anymore. They can man. make we're, money. We're seeing more and more intelligently written and executed horror movies and that's great Hell for yeah. the genre for sure let's get a little lights out let more uh more yeah. it's in more yeah get out more it follows more of that shit yeah man yeah, yeah exactly yeah totally yeah so good things and that gives way to us so i mean um for the fall and stuff we're gonna we're gonna try and be more successful it's it's we both have pretty busy schedules i have a big fall tour coming up but um, we're, we're, we want to be more consistent, and we're and October is our month, mm-hmm. and we're going to have some good ones in October, and we're going to keep getting some episodes going out. Going strong. Let's get some new listeners, baby. Yeah. So, please, yeah, everyone else out there listening, thank you for bearing with our weird schedule and still listening yeah. and shit, if you are. <laughs> and, um, yeah, tell your friends about us, please. Tweet at us at Dead Last Horror. Once Find a us month, on Facebook, we can promise that, at minimum, at least. But please uh, yeah. Yeah, rate, rate us on iTunes, and... Uh, yeah, you can even be friends with us. If you want to follow me, Brandon Valley, or uh, I don't know, I can speak for Luca, you know? No, yeah, no. If you want to follow uh, Brandon Valley, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. follow Brandon Valley on Facebook. <laughs> I'll add you as long as you don't look like a sex bot. Just keep chasing the picture. And then he will definitely and add you. And I'll add you. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, no. Yeah, Luke Beeman on Facebook, Dead Last Horror, special, Atlas Special Music. You can follow me for all music stuff, too. And um, actually, if you want to check out... Uh, we touched on the movie once, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. I think I like just mentioned it. I know Dark, I've seen Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Okay, you have. Yeah, so yeah. that that's what my, um the special fall tour artwork is based. I saw on that. that. It was movie. actually pretty cool. Yeah. I did. Yeah, I did. I uh, yeah. I remember saying that to myself. Like, I yeah. Nice. I, I tweeted at a couple horror podcasts that I know, and they like kind of retweeted it and shit. So I think any, it's in public domain now. Um, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. I do believe so. It is a very I weird movie. If anyone too. wants to check it out, it, it's like an '80s made-for-TV movie about a scarecrow. But um, the, cool. the special tour artwork is based off that. It, the artwork for the movie is one of my favorites of, of any movie. It's a really cool, creepy scarecrow mask and shit. We need a good scarecrow movie. Yes. It's been a long, long time. <laughs> well, Jeepers Creepers 3 is uh, Cathedral is on the way. Oh, yeah, from the pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, that's hard. Because, I mean, okay, let's be real. I'm going to download it. I'm going to watch it. But oh, I'm, I'm going to give it money. But I'll see it in theaters. <laughs> Not to support pedophilia, just to, to, to but give a to put some uh, support horror, not a convicted pedophile who ex- gets to direct movies still. Exactly, who has literally uh, sexually assaulted children on sets of films. Sure has. Um, so that's fine. Jeepers uh, creepers. Just 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 giving it more pub more positive publicity here on the podcast. Yeah, that's our job, huh? 
<laughs> well, that's been the theme of the episode tonight. It was a bit of child pedophilia, too. Yeah. Um, and that's it. On that note. All right. Stay spooky, baby. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Don't feel